you are listening to the Cigar Noise Boys. Well, I've been watching while you've been coughing. I've been drinking life while you've been nauseous. And so I drink to health while you kill yourself. And I've got just one thing that I can offer. Go on and save yourself. This sounds like uh, a country song. Do you think I would pick a country song? It's not a country song. <laughs> oh, fuck. I feel like I can like kind of sing it in my head. It's classic rock, right? Not quite classic, no. Not quite. Oh, fuck, dude. I don't know. No guesses? Yeah. No guesses. Nice. Audio slave. Oh, okay. shit. That. <laughs> That's right. What song? Coach Ice. Coach Ice? I don't even know what that means. Coach it's not in the song. Co- Coach. I, don't know. I think it's pronounced Coachies. I think so, too. Coachella? I've been drinking. That's it. Now I've got to look this up. Is audio, is that the, no, what am I, is that the one with uh, Chris Cornell? Oh, yeah. One that of is? them. Okay. That was a band he did after um, Soundgarden, right? Yeah. Dope. Wait, it's the same guy from Soundgarden? Yeah. yeah. I didn't even know that. Yeah, Chris Cornell had like three projects, I think. Fuck, what was the other one? I don't know. There was another one. Okay. Well, just, uh, just like um, Temple of the Dog was a... Uh, um, Pearl Jam and uh, Soundgarden too. Yeah, Pearl Jam and Soundgarden. Temple and of the Dog, cool. Hunger Strike. Cool is also a perfect circle and Christopher, and I think there's another one. But I bet, I bet, I bet Dom didn't know that um, Dave Grohl was in a uh, um, Nirvana. Is that Foo Fighters? Yeah. He was a drummer, and then he's a lead singer of Foo Fighters. You didn't, you didn't know that, right? I knew that. I just no, guessed, didn't. though, who that we were talking about. I hate you. I, so I like half of those, and I hate the other half of those bands. <laughs> like, I can't stand the Foo Fighters or uh, Temp, uh, was it Stone Temple Pilots. What? Hold on. I would argue if you say you would hate half of those bands <laughs> – that leads me to believe you like half of those bands. Oh, that's true. Those that's bands a great are point. Very similar. They're pretty much combinations yeah. of all they hate. Each other, so. That's because when I play the radio on Spotify, it plays. I'll say, "Oh man, I love this song," and then I have to skip the next. Okay, uh, so I grunge is my fucking thing. I consider that grunge. So fucking Pearl Jam, Filter, Pearl Jam sucks. Uh, Alice in Chains. That's like you know what that's like me saying. That's like me saying. I really love that Cigar Noise Boys podcast. Like, I love Tyler, but I can't stand that prick Dom. That's actually what we get most of the time, and that's why Dom has such a hatred for me. Rudy, I appreciate the analogy, at least. That is a good analogy. That was solid. Well, the kids out there, I love Hannah Montana. I hate Miley Cyrus. <laughs> Dom would know that one. Shut up. Uh, what's up, everybody? Cigar Noise Boys. We forgot to do the intro. What's um, up? Tyler Dom is always joined this week by Tanner and Rudy. Welcome, guys. Hello. Thank you. Um, so how does everybody know each other? I'll well, go first. <laughs> Sorry. 
I've met Tyler literally twice in my life, just at a trade show. Um, Tanner, how do you know the group? Um, so it's funny. I met Rudy through mutual friend. How many years ago, Rude? Three years ago. Like three years ago. Um, we met through a shithead friend who's just, he's awesome. But um, they kind of like brought me into their friend group. I got like absorbed into it. And I met Tyler, what was that, two weeks ago? Yep. Two weeks ago. He rolled up into my shop. And then and left he brought, to go get He brought the winter left. time? Out. Yeah, and then we went and got in and out. Me and Rudy. And I ate like the wildest burger that day, too. Um, I think I might have pissed off Rudy. Uh, I'm telling the story, Rudy, about those, uh, your flight attendant friends. They were asking how me and Rudy knew each other. I said, we met each other online on Grindr. And uh, Rudy was not, <laughs> Rudy was not uh, pleased. <laughs> That's like a, a, at least say Tinder, right? Yeah, well. Tyler, I feel like it's a joke you make with your friends, but not. Hey, I met him with Grindr. Thanks, Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, yeah, that was, uh, well, it, it was weird because I knew you, I knew Rudy from, um well instagram and then well i think so i don't fucking know facebook groups all these stupid groups but we met at we met at um tpe right for the first time no no it was vegas it was the big show oh oh the i don't see they're all running together the newest of the three pca pca now so uh just so your listeners know when tyler was hanging out last week we're talking about the podcast and i said Hey, you know, there's some pretty cool chicks out here that smoke cigars that actually know their shit. So if you would like to add to your uh, listeners' listening pleasure, we could get <laughs> Tanner and hopefully Morgan joins us later. Uh, we could actually get some uh, women on here who are hot as fuck and actually know their shit about cigars instead of just being one or the other. All in Arizona, too. It's yeah. a hot spot. It's a, a mecca. Yeah, I yeah. think um, before this, we've only had... Kim and then Laurel of mm-hmm. General Cigars on. Macanudo. Yeah. Awesome too. She's she's great. I love her. Yeah. I've known her for probably almost 10 years. Um she oh, worked good Yeah, she worked at a shop uh in downtown Milwaukee. So I was talking to her for a while. <laughs> <laughs> was like and I used to hang out outside and like wait for her to get off of work and then I used to stand in the window like this. I'm really good friends with her husband, okay? I don't appreciate that. <laughs> Alex, don't beat me up. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, no, it's super cool. I mean, I actually, surprised, I still have not met Morgan. I was, like, talking about her earlier today, and I was, like, hyping her up, and they were, like, oh, how long have you two known each other? I was, like, we haven't, but, like, <laughs> I'm cheering her on from, like, hours north. <laughs> Um, and then, so Tanner, you work at, um, uh, Scallywags, um, and how long has yeah. that shop been around or give some little, a little background on that one? Oh, um, so before it was Scallywag Cigars, it was, I mean, many things. The shop has been there since 56, I believe, 1956. It's been in that same exact location. So it was Ford and Hague, and then it was Ford on Fifth, which is when I started working there. Um, they closed down. September of 2018 and I kind of caught the tail end of that and so 
when they were closing down, one of their regulars, like everybody was talking about who was going to move in next. Cause it's like the shop's got to stay here. We've been coming here for years. Some of them 20 plus years. Isn't it the, excuse me, Tanner, isn't it the oldest cigar shop in Arizona? Yeah. Yeah. And so it's like, a, it's a staple people that come in sometimes have been there for long, way longer than I've even been alive. Um, and so everybody kind of panicked when it was closing down and nobody was like stepping up to take over. Um, so finally, um, Chris, who's the owner, he was like, I'm used to running businesses. I've never run a cigar shop, but I had worked in shops for a couple of years. So he was like, don't really know what I'm doing, but if you're down to stay, like we could try to make it work. And so they moved out and we moved in the very next day and we just kind of like jumped in. I mean, we were only closed for, I think two weeks. We opened up middle of October, 2018. So we just had our two year anniversary on Halloween. Nice. Insane. So it's just kind of been crazy. I mean, I'm convinced if we made it through COVID, we can make it through pretty much anything. <laughs> um, did the shop change a lot um, from, did uh, uh, you work in there and then and Chris owning it? Did you, Cause I know you got four on fifth was a big black label and they had Roma craft. I mean, did they, did you guys add any new brands? Yeah, we added our new brands. So, I mean, we got really lucky too, because things really did start booming, like, last couple of years, obviously. Um, as far as, like, boutique brands go, and, like, we both personally lean heavily towards the boutique brand. And so, Ford on Fifth had a bunch of them, and we just kind of, like, dove in even deeper when we took over. Um, we did end up shrinking, like, our legacy section, which it's funny, because, like, where, where the shop is, it's a very touristy location. It's like right in the middle of Old Town Scottsdale. So we have to like revolve our stock. So during tourist season, we kind of grow our legacy section. And, and then when it's summertime and we cater to mostly just our regulars and like our online customers, we, we I mean, we blow up our boutique section. Um, so we brought in a ton of new stuff. I mean, like our favorites right now, uh, Black Label is still number one in our shop and has been since we opened, but like Black Label, Foundation, Dunbarton, and Roma are consistently our top four. Um, I mean, we brought a bunch of stuff in, but they're always top four. Um, but we love like Blackbird. Jonas is great. Um, he's so awesome. Um, Adventura, which has been fantastic. Sinistro, who we've been working really closely with. Um, and they've just all taken great care of us. I mean, we love them. It's really cool. I also saw that you guys had the, uh, um, uh, you guys launched the Manzanita from Southern Draw, which yes, I think did. I bought three of them. Uh, I bought one for Rudy because he was driving me around town everywhere. That's a great yeah. cigar. Oh, I smoked that the other day. It was really, really, really good. Dude, it's great. It's fantastic. And I love where it fits into like Southern Draw's portfolio. I mean, I just think it's, it's got so much going on, but it's so soft and sweet and like, I feel like that's one of the ones that I can put into pretty much anybody's hands. And it does so well in our shop too, because we get people who come in all the time and they're like, what can I get that comes from Arizona? And I'm like, okay, politely, <laughs> you're insane. If you think we can grow tobacco out here, we can't even keep house plants because the sun like burns it through the windows. Um, but it's been really cool being able to be like, there are 10 places you can get this. One of them's here. So if you want, you can go seek it out elsewhere, but good luck. 
Uh, I got a quick question for Rudy. Um, how come you didn't tag me in the post that I bought it for you? <laughs> I always tag the person who gives me, like I tagged you about the Hawaiian one, both Hawaiian cigars. I'm like, my bad. I uh, smoked it during the Super Bowl, like pre-game stuff. Uh, I can edit, I will edit my post and I will give. I think he just needs whole new post and apologize for not tagging you. I, I would appreciate that, Rudy. Um, that was very sensitive. I will tag Tanner when I post pictures. <laughs> yes. Like, I'm at the moment. How do you like it, Rudy? What do you this think? It's delicious, actually. Thank you. I really love it. It's funny because obviously when you're making something, it's like, I, I mean, I had no idea how it was going to turn out because like, it's funny knowing tobacco is like so different from like blending tobacco, right? Um, so I was like, real, Tanner, real quick, uh, yeah. because we only do audio. We're talking about the, the cigar Rudy's smoking right now. I, I'm not going to try to pronounce it. Let <laughs> Tyler try. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, wait, no, no, no. Wait, I want to try to pronounce it though. <laughs> I can't even read it. Uh, Rudy, you pronounce it. I want to say it's uh, Sigiri. Oh, that was close. Yeah. Sudoku? So very good. If the U was here, I don't know where the U, what the U would do to it, but as it's written on the label, I would say Sigiri. Okay, those are all like fairly close. Um, <laughs> but it, so it's pronounced Sujigiri, which like. <laughs> Sujigiri, no doubt. It's like no diggity. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> um. But yeah, that's so that's a blend I made down at Black Label's factory. I think the second time I went down there um, in 2019, so two years ago now. Oh my god! Um, but I don't know. It was, I really I was really excited about it because it was like it had some of the qualities of some of my favorite tobaccos from Nicaragua, and I was like, I don't really know how these are gonna play together, and. If I remember correctly, James actually advised me against that combination because he was, eh, I don't know if you can do it, but I don't know if it's going to be great. And I was like, that's fine because I'm going to be smoking it all the time. And I love it. I mean, the longer it sits, I mean, it just, it's changed so much from when I first rolled it. Yeah, and it's, it's, got, uh, it's not good strength, but it's very smooth and it's got some good spice. To it. Yeah. So part of that spice, which I really love is I've discovered because... I mean, anybody who even remotely has followed any of my posts for the last, I don't know how many years, um, that Killer Bee is, like, one of my all-time favorite cigars. Like, I bought boxes and boxes and boxes of that, and there were, like, months where that's all I smoked. And so the, um, I used a lot of Ometempe tobacco in that cigar, which, like, just produced, like, the most amazing tingly spice on the palate. And it's just, like, I love that thing. Uh, this is for Dom. Uh, so uh, Ometepe is a, um, it's a volcano um, in Lake Nicaragua, Dom. There you go. Um, Isn't there an island in the middle of a volcano? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's an island with a, a volcano. Um, you probably didn't know this either, Dom, but uh, Dave Roll was in Nirvana. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, you guys uh, can't all take his side. I need. It's weird how that works, Dom. All right, uh, Tanner, can you tell us now? Don't 
don't reveal the the blend, but can you tell us what the wrapper is and the size or anything like that? Yeah. So it's an Ecuadorian Maduro, and it's the same one that uh, James uses on um, the Last Rites, which is like other favorite in their yeah <laughs> yeah. There you go. Yeah. So that's one of my favorite wrappers that he uses. Um, so I definitely wanted that, and then he used um, just a basic binder i don't even remember what it is but like this one plays well with like everybody's blend it's not going to detract it's not going to add it's just going to work out well um so we use that for the binder and then um again lots of omatempe tobaccos in there and then um esteli lajero which i really love but it's just one leaf so just a little bit a little bit of that kick but nice uh so we have some questions from listeners I'd like to get into before we forget. Oh, we have, oh, shout out to our sponsor, Cigar Noise. Uh, Dave, we're going to try to get him on. I think he's going abroad um, within the month. Hi, Dave. Yes. Um, check out old videos, Cigar Noise Weekly. Hopefully, we'll bring him back in the future. Check out everything small batch cigar. Dave does all the writing for that. Good guy. Good stuff. Cigar noise. All right. Uh, so first question comes from Smoking Cigar Nights uh, and asked, how did you start your career and what got you into cigars? I was thinking, can this be done in five words? Because Tyler is loquacious and would go on and on. Well, but that's the point of a podcast, isn't it? I mean, you got to talk. 10 minute podcast. Go. Yeah. <laughs> I have a limit. That's all the time we have this week, guys. Uh, <laughs> well, I feel, like, no, I feel like this really should be. Uh, I feel like this question, because the guys that listen to you guys all the time kind of know your guys' background. I feel like this is kind of aimed. Uh, unfortunately, Morgan, Morgan hasn't been able to join us yet, but I feel like at Tanner and Morgan, right? So. Should I try to do it in five words? Yeah. Okay. I don't know why I offered that. That's kind of Yeah. <laughs> that was. Um, um that's one word <laughs> is shit the second word <laughs> sister married like cigars now that's it <laughs> i got into cigars we would also uh be remiss not to mention that tanner used to be the black label rep for a little while so when i say she knows her shit it's not just from all the smoking and all that like she really knows her shit yeah, and I really love this shit. I mean, it's great. So the not five-hour version, but the extended version of my five words <laughs> um, is basically that my sister got married like almost five years ago now. And I smoked a cigar with my dad and I loved it. So it kind of became our thing. And we went to this shop and the same night I went to my first cigar shop, I got a job there. And I was just like, I kind of love this. Like there's just, there's so much to know there's so much to smoke i was overwhelmed walking my first humidor and i was like i want to try all of it so i tried all of it and then just kind of like went way deep <laughs> way deep until i fangirled so hard that angela and james were like come work with us <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> yeah uh rudy would you like to uh give your five words <laughs> wait no wait wait five words I'm not, it's not Try happening. Try it, please. Uh, okay. <laughs> Friend's house. 
three more. Drinking, smoking. Huh? How many do I got left? Uh, you have one. Uh, <laughs> Friends, house, smoking. One more. Uh, fine ash. <laughs> fine <laughs> ash. Fine ash, no space. <laughs> no, I've been, I've probably been smoking for almost ten years now, and it started off uh, when I lived in the Bay Area. Uh, Represent. My uh, my cousins live in Fairfield, and I'd go over there and we drink bourbon till we were blue in the face and cigars. Uh, and then at the same time, I started traveling a lot for work. And the cigar thing, I was like, I really kind of enjoy this, so I guess this will kind of be my thing. And so when I started traveling, whatever state I was in, I'd go looking for lounges and uh, craft beer spots. Um, and then. I was in, so the cigar that got me really hooked that I was like finally, when I finally felt like I understood what my palate liked, I was in. True estate uh, acid. Gurkha ghost. <laughs> no. Um, I was in, uh, I was in the Keys, the Florida Keys. There's a shop there called uh, Cigars in the Keys. I, I asked the guy for a suggestion. I, I said, you know, I'm still trying to figure out my palate. And he said, well, you should probably try these guys. They're the social media darling of the day. And he walked me over to the Romacraft Cro-Mag box. I grabbed four. I drove down to Key West. I smoked one on the beach. And I was like, I don't know what the hell this is, but this is it. And I went back. On the way back, I stopped at the shop and took the rest of the box. Um, and that's kind of where it was. And then the finance thing... Uh, my job allows me a lot of free time, my regular job. Um, so That's an like, understatement. <laughs> something a little sidekick, maybe my buddy Brandon works at Big Sticks. I was watching him live his uh, lovely, irresponsible life, working at a cigar shop all day, and I was like, I want to do that. So, Brandon's uh, also the hooligan that introduced us. Yes. He's the reason we're here sitting in the same backyard six yes. feet away. And, uh, <laughs> another, actually, another friend in common who Tyler met this a couple weeks ago. Lenny actually Lenny! got a hold of Sam and Rosie for me and asked them if they were looking for somebody. And they just happened to be looking for a humanoid guy, so a couple times a week. So that all worked out. Dude, I love Lenny. We like it's funny because we live not like super close to each other, but close enough to where we're on the same local swip swap Facebook group and we just like torment these poor old white ladies. Like <laughs> I mean, like we just troll that group so hard. It's amazing. Every time I see his, every time I see his name pop up, I'm like, all right, what kind of swip swap shenanigans are we getting into today? <laughs> Lenny is the godfather. Um, I was hanging out at his shop with um, Zach from Caldwell, and uh, dude, he has like. So first, I don't know if I told the story. No, I didn't. So. Um, I was supposed to meet up with uh, Lenny was supposed to come to fine ash either on uh, Saturday night after Zach fucking left me at the airport and uh, he was supposed to pick me up. And then, so Lenny was going to come out to uh, fine ash on Saturday night. He couldn't go. He's got Sunday Mondays off, but he's got a young kid. So he, he couldn't, he couldn't get away. Um, so I uh, was going to come back Monday, but it snowed and, and, snowed like eight inches or some shit so my flight got canceled so i stayed till thursday so i met lenny on tuesday and he's like uh you know come in i start at 10 30 whatever so i get there at 11 and i, I walk in and uh one of the, the employees comes up to me and he's like 
hey, how can I help you? I'm like, I'm actually uh, here to meet Lenny. So like, all right. Um, uh, what's your name? I'm like, Tyler. So he goes in the back and he, uh, so I'm like walking around for like five minutes. It was like super fucking awkward. And uh, then like the doors open and, and Lenny comes out and he's got like a posse of like five workers with him. And, uh, you know, <laughs> so he takes me around. It was kind of awkward at first. And then um, down before they led you to Lenny. Yeah, it, it was like he had like a like like a paparazzi. No, it was like like I was paparazzi and they were like vetting me before I got to meet him. And uh it was it was crazy. And then so he leads me into the lounge and he's in the back, he's got his table and he's back in the corner. And then um like Zach comes in and the same thing happened with Zach. He's like, Do you have an appointment with Lenny? It's like Lenny's got like ten people working underneath him. And then like the, uh, another a broker came up and, and Lenny's like, um, I told him to make, Wednesday? huh? Was it not Wednesday? No, it was, a, it was a Tuesday. And, um, it was just like, Lenny's like, I told him to call me. He's like, I have a meeting right now with two guys. It was just fucking hilarious. It's like Lenny just like, like, I wish I had like five people working for me and like people were coming up to him. Hey Lenny, this guy dropped this off for you. Um, here's a note from this guy. This person called you, you know, it was, it was like, Lenny's like the, the fucking godfather. I want to order him a, a plaque to put on his, um, on his, um, cause he has his own office, but he hangs out in the lounge. I want to get a plaque to put on the, in the lounge. that says like Lenny had bitch in charge or something like that. Cause he's like, uh, he is for sure. HBIC. Yeah. Uh, great dude. Fucking hilarious. He's got a little temper. I pissed him off at the end of the day because I called him out on something. He was wrong about a cigar, and I told him <laughs> what it was. And he had that. Uh, I see, Dom, you're right. I do ramble on. He had this cigar. Oh, really? I wasn't. Uh, I wasn't counting yeah. the words. Um, he had this cigar that uh, um, Mike from Cigar Hustler made for the birth of his son. It was only a hundred of them. And Lenny was going through his like trade samples from like two years ago and he's putting in, in the employee's um, humidor and then he puts that in there. I'm like, do you know what this is? And he didn't know what it was. So we FaceTime cigar hustler and uh, I called him out and Lenny's like, I liked you up until a minute ago. And then I, I could tell I pissed him off. So I'm like, all right, I'm sorry, Lenny. <laughs> so, but uh, that I was going to say too, with like with Phoenix is I went to like five or six shops and there's a shitload of shops in, in Phoenix area, whatever. And, uh, like everyone likes each other. Like no one's talking shit about anybody. You know, everybody had good words to say about each other. You know, it's like, that was cool to see. Yeah. We talk shit about people all the time. <laughs> well, I well not to outsiders, I guess. Like Rudy's backyard. <laughs> yeah. Tyler, if you can't hear it, then it's behind your back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's fine. Um, but uh, go on. Yeah, go on. I was just going to jump into uh, another question. Uh, so this is based off of Scallywag. Scallywag or Scallywags? Scallywag. There's uh, one Scallywag, but plural cigars. That's, that's uh, good news. Um, this <laughs> is from Romatron, listener of the show. Um, but he asks, oh, dang, I just lost it. <laughs> Here we go. Uh, why do pirates wear eye patches? I have my guess. I don't know if you guys, uh, Tanner. I imagine it has something to do with the letter C. 
monitors so they could see. I don't know. Oh, I, I think. Don't know. Is it a joke? Is it like a bad joke, or is no? It like actually, it's not because Tron told me about this. He's because he's I like, I gotta, I got. Because their little telescope thing is just they just use the one eye, so they they cover the other <laughs> eye so they can see better through the little telescope. That's right. Tron that told me. Yep. Dang. My. I thought. You can still use it. I don't know why you'd render one eye useless if you still use it anyway, except like, in certain circumstances. You know what it's like? It's like people that uh, that shoot guns for the first time, they'll close their, the, they'll close their one eye. <laughs> yeah. One eye. When really, um, it's better for you to shoot uh, with both eyes open. I was definitely closing my one eye in Austin when we were shooting, Rudy. <laughs> <laughs> I like what to close both of my eyes and just see where it ends up. <laughs> I believe that's called spray and pray. Yeah. <laughs> it's the most praying I do. So I always thought it was, because um, I call it pyrodyne. Like if I get up in the middle of the night and I need to do something, I'll close oh. an eye, I'll turn all the lights on, do my business and go back. And then now I can still see in the dark. Yes. But I thought it was like if they, if they went like below deck so they could see. Uh you know what? Yeah, I, I never I heard something about that also. Like they can, they can, they have to go below deck. That eye is already adjusted. To the That's ground. actually a really good point because I, I do that all the time. And it's funny because growing up, I never knew if it was like I just heard it once, you know, and I was like, okay, I'm gonna do that now. But it, it does work. So I still to this day do that. What are you guys doing at 3 a.m. getting up and turning lights on and shit? What am I not doing at 3 a.m. <laughs> dog and a cat man i'm a mother like i am i'm up at all hours of the night oh yeah i met your dog um your dog ignored me i tried to have yeah, she, uh have her come up by the chair so i could pet her and she just blew me off this sounds about right <laughs> uh two more questions to get through this is from gov kb um ask your thoughts on the drama going on with the LCA releases. Uh, so, so Tyler, I'd ask you about this one. This is the Cigar Bond. Oh. oh. Yeah, so this is part of the uh, Pravada Cigar Club. Um, they came out with a cigar that had a Cinnabon on it. <laughs> or a, a, hey, what's a, <laughs> a what? was not a Cinnabon. It was a Cigar oh. Bond. Yeah, uh, because I guess... Right, you can't say Cinnabon. I'm yeah. sure somebody would cease and desist you. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I guess that's what happened. They got a letter from um, Cinnabon, which I didn't even know was really still around, I guess, only in airports and malls, maybe. But, uh, yeah, they didn't like it. And they... It was just weird how the PCA provide a cigar... No, what the hell is it called? P I don't know what the fuck it's called. PCC. PCC? Yeah, it's a cigar club, right? It sounds right. Um, they posted on Instagram, like, banned. So people are like, wait, so can we sell these or not? And there was some confusion. We had, we got 75 of them. I think I picked up three of them or something. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's like all the lost and found stuff. They all had those. They've all gotten cease and desist. I know Tatawahe did it with the La, uh, La Michonne. Um, the wine company sent them a letter in French and 
<laughs> so like everyone gets those letters so but they just you know they used it to to hype up the cigar even more which is I was, brilliant i was under the impression that it was all just a marketing ploy is that I not mean, it they did great if it was a marketing ploy. i mean i i think i get what you're saying though tyler because like yeah these cease and desist letters like they are unbelievable they're everywhere I mean, that's what happened with uh, Black Label when they were getting ready to release Killer Bee Connecticut, which was the yellow jacket. Um, they got a letter because a larger company who has a cigar that they don't even really produce anymore. In, in our, yeah. And <laughs> it's just like, it's so absurd, man. Like, those are not competing. But I guess that's a good way to beef up sales, though. I mean, everything they put out, right? The Cookie Monster thing, like everything. You feel every time one of those cigars hits. Yeah. I didn't see that 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 Cookie Monster blowing up like that. And um, we had a hundred of them. There, it was a thirteen dollar Lancero, and it, it lasted like two days. Um, Morgan, I didn't. Morgan and Jerry goes in a day. Yeah, I was hoping she'd be on for that because I think I did see her smoking the um, uh, Cookie Monster thing. Um, but uh, Kyle, who was on the pod uh, in January, December, December, he sent me, he gave me one. So I haven't smoked it yet, Kyle. I'll let you know what I think of it. But um, yeah, he's got a hell of a following. I haven't smoked it yet either. It's funny because like we had just talked to Pravada and like we were going to get ready to set up our account and then like we got sidetracked and then all of a sudden like I start getting calls about this Cookie Monster cigar and I was like dude like what? I didn't even know what it was at first and then all of a sudden I was like oh shit dude we were like <laughs> we were this close to getting it and then we just like fucked off on the paperwork for a little bit and of course like right then it just I mean I think at least from what I heard, like, I mean, people were searching. People were really searching for it. Oh, I was like, bye, Rudy. <laughs> oh, and by the way, uh, Tanner, uh, Dom edits. So, like, any kind of, he can edit. He goes through and takes stuff out. So, it's more of a seamless, uh, there's any, if we're fucking around looking at shit, it's be, uh, he can edit that silence out or whatever. So. Fuck you, Rudy. <laughs> we'll keep Fuck that in. Podcast. All of this. <laughs> Bullshit. I'm going to burn Rudy's backyard down right now. Don't touch the smoker. That's fine. I want the meats. I can't believe you didn't bust that out for me, Rudy. The, the smoker. Talked about eating everywhere. I mean, next time you come down, for sure. I just de- I did an 18-pound brisket for the Super Bowl the other day. Yeah, and his whole house still smells like it. Smells I walked in, and I was like, it's it's meaty in here. Meaty. <laughs> so, Hey, I reverse seared a ribeye for lunch. So I, I it didn't save it me the, any. I seared it on the stove and then threw it in the smoker, so the house still smells like. It smells so good. Nice. You didn't save her any. You knew she was unbelievable. I have another one if she wants one. I'm good for her. She now. does want one. <laughs> I'll take care of you after the podcast. Okay, thank you. Oh, I also forgot to mention that Rudy is uh, Skip's uh, craft beer plug. Right. I- that <laughs> why would he not be he okay let me tell you let me tell you a little story about rudy and the first time i ever entered his home his last home 
Oh, just moved in this one. So Dom, you'll appreciate this. In your so so we hang out like all the time at like Big Sticks and and at my shop and at Fine Ash. Uh, hold on, hold on. I will. Uh, I need to preface the story by saying I used to, my old apartment. Uh, we used to get together and I'd call them patio sessions. Yes. I'm a big craft beer guy, so we would all get together. We share the craft beer that I had, and then we. would cigars and just hang out. Oh, it was great. I mean, yeah. it's not like you had like, a, I mean, this is optimal for patio sessions, right. your new backyard. It's gorgeous. Um, but your other patio, it was just an apartment patio, right? Like like Bond's old one. It was tiny. It was tiny. So, so I'm finally like, I don't remember what it was. I was just like, finally had a night where I like didn't have to be anywhere. And I was like, cool, meet you on the patio. I'll come over. So I get over there and um, he was like, all right, go ahead, fridge, whatever, pantry, got craft beers. <laughs> I open his fucking fridge. And, like, I think maybe, Rudy, you had, like, two condiments in there. <laughs> and no food. And no I food. Know. Entirely craft beer. And, and then he was like, oh, and then I have some in here, too. And he opens up his pantry. Again, <laughs> no food <laughs> at all. It's just bottles and bottles of craft beer. And I was like, okay, we've got a couple options. But it still makes yeah, I don't believe. Does this fridge have any food in it? Yes, this is this has. I okay, this one has. So food. Okay, so it's his food, not yours. A little bit of. I have some food in here now. You have I some. I just told you about the ribeye. That's true. Just, just the so meat. He has, he has meat in beer. Yeah, meat in beer. <laughs> what else does a man need? Honestly, you don't need much more. <laughs> I thought you were in. Yeah. Oh God! Wait. wait. <laughs> That's right. Okay. Well, since I, you went I, let there. Let me set up the story. I, at the moment, at the time, I was doing my intermittent fasting. I was fasting 20 hours a day, uh, five to six days a week. <laughs> no, so no, it, no. Well, into late, late into the evening. That's a really sly way of saying I drank so fucking much. <laughs> I drank. Uh, I, I, actually, I didn't drink as much as you guys, but almost 20 hours. <laughs> so the alcohol I was taking in was having an adverse effect on me, totally. It was amazing. So it was just the three of us. It was myself, Rudy, and Brandon, um, our buddy. And it was so funny. I mean, we just, we, we drank so, so much beer that night. At one point, I was like, they were sitting there talking. I said, I got to use the bathroom. <laughs> I stood up. I went into, I went into the apartment. Uh, took two steps. The next thing I know, I'm face. My face is buried in the carpet. <laughs> no idea what just happened, right? I like. I get up on like all fours, and I'm like, and I look down, and I see a drip of blood. I'm like, what the heck? And I rub my chin, and I'm like, oh my gosh! I just gashed. I gashed my chin. So the first thing that hit the ground was my chin, and it split open. And it split mm. open. Brandon walks in, he's like, bro, are you all right? Like, what's up, are you around? I'm like, I'm good, bro. So I walk into the bathroom. I'm like, washing the blood off my hands. I look in the mirror, and I've got this, like, it probably really should have been stitched up. There's and you this. have pictures, too. Don't, don't you have a picture of that? Stuff's pictures. I think we have pictures. Um, but, yeah, so I had the split in my chin, and I'm like, Brandon's like, we got it. And Brandon, mind you, Brandon is drunk. Out of his mind. He's the but drunkest of all three of us, for like, sure. He's got to take you to the hospital. I said, who's driving me to the hospital? <laughs> of us are driving to the hospital right now, bro. I said, I just need to sleep this off. So I went in my room. I laid on my bed. I'm like, just go outside. Like, whatever you guys do, I'm going to just relax. And so Tanner ends up 
fall asleep on the couch. Very comfy couch, by the way. Um, between three and five in the morning, <laughs> I can still hear Brandon outside was... cracking beers open. Every like thirty minutes, the sound of like. And then say, Tanner, Tanner, wake up! Let's have a beer. Let's go smoke a cigar in the patio. I cannot tell you how long this torment endured. I mean, like I had, I had to get up early, like fairly early the next morning. And I'm trying to sleep on the couch. It's like, what do you think? Four in the morning yeah. at this point. And I am legitimately trying to sleep on the couch. And I keep like feeling, I mean, he's like poking my face. And he's like, come on, another beer, another beer. And I was like, Brian, I just want to sleep. I just want to sleep. And then finally he was like, okay, okay, I'm sorry. And he like laid down on the couch and I was like, okay, finally be able to sleep. And then like five minutes later, he's like, Tanner, Tanner, come on, let's go have another beer. <laughs> Bro, you were just asleep on the couch. You were like three minutes. Chill. I don't even know what time so he went to sleep. Up, you ended up leaving at like 4.30 or whatever. Yeah, I left at five in the morning. I didn't even like really get to sleep. I was just like, I just need to go. Like, I need to go get some sleep. And he's not going to let me sleep. <laughs> so that was our patio session. I ended up with a split chin and a drunken Brandon. That sounds oh. fucked up. Oh, man. <laughs> Yeah, fucked up. <laughs> so, Dom, I mean, Tyler came down here, so you're, you have a good time, man. My time for what? You got to come out to visit, bro. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, I hear everything is freeing up elsewhere. We're still on major lockdown. Where? Yeah, we California. California. Right, and they're like, I just have to get out. Yeah, we're so pretty like, open feel, here. Feel free to jump on a plane, bro, or drive down or something. Yeah, we'll see. I've got spring break coming up. Uh, Two, three months. You ain't going nowhere. Um, <laughs> you, hey, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you, you what though. I if might I wasn't, you. I might come visit you. All right. If um, maybe you're not going. Uh, if I wasn't moving to Texas, I would be probably moving to Phoenix. When um, are you moving to Texas? Uh, why or when? Ow, fuck! Pinch uh, myself. Uh, when? I mean, you can tell me why, but oh, um. Well, it, so, <laughs> um, yeah, that's not even a real temperature number. Seven, I know. Still 70 right now. Yeah. I put my transfer in for um, Austin and with the, cause I can transfer anywhere that Southwest um, goes, yeah. but the problem is fucking uh, COVID. Um, we've cut like all of our flights. So like, Austin was a pretty big um, station, but um, it's going to take me probably about six to eight months to get down there, unless with the vaccine coming out. Um, I don't know. But uh, I'm going down there because, huh? Maybe the vaccine will give you, like, super great abilities, and you'll be able to run really fast to Texas or something. That'd be dope. If the conspiracy um, through, then you could, you could easily run to Texas. All right, yeah. that's you. If the vaccine gives you guys, if it gives you guys abilities, what abilities do you Oh, um, I, you know, at first I was going to say really fast running, like I was just talking about, because I can get anywhere really fast. But I would rather have uh, maybe the ability to, like, plug in a USB the right way every time. <laughs> the first time? Yeah. Tanner, I don't want to stop, but that's setting the bar a little low. I, I would gladly take any vaccine if it gave me that ability. I love that one joke where it's like when the creator of the USB died and they had his funeral 
they like lowered his casket on the ground, lifted him up, flipped him around, and like put him back down. Oh <laughs> uh, well, if if we're going off of stupid, sorry, stupid powers, um, that is absolutely right. I would say so. I can open up uh, jars on the first try. I have Ooh. problems opening jars. That's a good one. Me too. Do you have those little uh, grippy things? No, I, I I should invest in some. I'll I'll send you one, Tyler. Give me your address. <laughs> send you a gripper. Bob, <laughs> uh, backflip. I figured you'd want to do the splits more than the back. No, we we had a conversation about this. You want no? Wait. Oh, I chose splits. No, did you? Yeah. I don't no. remember. No, I said I would do the splits so I could be like John Claude Van Damme and do the splits and punch you in the nuts. That's right. I said that's <laughs> stupid. When are you gonna like? Oh, this is my party trick. Watch me do the splits. No, backflips are much more practical. Back, backflipping into a swimming pool is pretty dope. Okay, but a lot of people can do that. You got to backflip on a solid ground. Apparently, Dom can't do it, so he no? needs some vaccine. No, <laughs> I don't. I can't even sit. Vaccine. <laughs> I can't sit on the ground. My back doesn't work that way. Dom wants his hair back from the from the up here to hey. here. Hey, <laughs> bro. Oh I was this close God. to getting the mullet when I was in uh when I, I was in. I like mullet. now. I think I think Tyler when he was down here we were driving uh, by the Cup Stadium and there was this guy out there that was running around and he had like. Do you have a fantastic mullet? Yeah, no, he had a fantastic pair of, uh, like, Viking braids. Ooh. And I said, Tyler, that's you right there. <laughs> Let that sucker come down to your, your titties and then braid it out. <laughs> I have, like, the wildest fucking hair right now because I cut my own and I shave my own. I, like, have the sides shaved. I have, like, an undercut, so I have that shaved. But, like, I just get, like, ballsy and drunk. So I just started doing it in my own bathroom. I was like, I want bangs. And so I just, like, get myself bangs. I'm like, I'll chop some off this side, chop some off this side. It's insane. It's chaos. Well, Tyler's not allowed to cut his hair until the next trade show. Then you'll Viking braids down to your titties by then, for sure. I don't know if I like the titties part. Can we just say, like, my, like, back area? I mean... (laughs) How about packs? We'll say packs. Or uh, <laughs> throw them down to your packs and then braid them out. Okay. Yeah, oh I'm on. God. I'm on 14 months of not um oh, cutting it. Better idea. You can be one of the rare white guys with dreads. <laughs> oh my god! There you go. You dread oh your hair. Bro. I don't know. Cornrows. Corn. Ooh, I could see. With long ass corn. You could be like Will Ferrell in that uh the other guy's movie. Gator. Gator. I just feel like it'd be so much better if you stayed where you live now and had cornrows. Like I feel like in Texas I've definitely seen weirder shit, but Yeah, Wisconsin wouldn't know what to do with you up the state. They wouldn't know. Fuck. Fuck Wisconsin. voluntarily exile you to texas do you think if you had cornrows um probably i know people <laughs> at work at the airport want me want me what gone if you rolled up to work one day with cornrows. <laughs> well dude because you you just send videos of them playing call of duty hey that was working? a pri- that was a private video between <laughs> me you and nate 
I would love to play Call of Duty on lunch break. That'd be fantastic. Fucking nerds, man. They haul in their big old backpacks full of it all day. <laughs> Tanner's quite the gamer. She'll kick all your asses. Let me tell you right now. I'll tell you what, I will kick your ass at any turn-based RPG, that's for damn sure. <laughs> okay, wait, 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 time out. What does that mean? Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> um, I, I mean, I don't know what I'll say other than, like, I like turn-based combat strategy games. <laughs> so not Call of Duty, or is that like Call of Duty? Like, not Call of Duty. Turn-based. You take a turn, I... someone else takes a turn. Yeah. Oh, uh well what's what's a game maybe i've heard of some of these games okay so like if you want to throw it back to simpler times like final fantasy oh i never got into that that was hard exactly it's like really (laughs) hard i don't have like three meltdowns before i start a game just like planning my character build out i probably don't want to play um my dad's favorite game was laura croft because she had um big knockers (laughs) you're gonna say pecs Uh, yeah she had (laughs) Really big pecs, and so my dad, my dad loved that game. Um, hey, Tyler. Different in my head when I think about Lara Croft with pecs. Not the same. It's not the same. I have visions of Arnold Schwarzenegger with a wig. Oh, no. <laughs> Tyler, real quick, because you mentioned your job. Uh, last question of the day from International Cigar Society. Uh, what song were you listening to when you were de-icing the plane the other day you made that oh, post man. on facebook what was it like steady stream long hose yeah i deleted that Dude. because i yeah. just went through some training today that talked about oh, um goodness uh what you post on social media and i didn't think having putting uh i got a big hose and a steady stream was appropriate yeah, <laughs> even though that? i did have a big hose I'm in my hand and it was a steady steady stream of type one uh de-icing fluid i was actually listening to um the uh, podcast, uh, uh, the TLE, um, uh, Sultans, and uh, Hot Ticket. Um, dude, I was laughing my ass off when uh, they were talking about getting Skip on, and then they all said that they were all going to leave if Skip popped on. <laughs> um, I thought that was funny. Um, but I do want to give a little bit of news on the, um, the Viso Horny cigar. There was a mix-up in the factory with, uh, <laughs> with Esteban's son. And uh, if you recall, maybe about a while, when was that we had Mike on? Probably like eight months ago. We, uh, you guys smoked that cigar. Well, me and Skip smoked it in September, and we thought it was good, but Skip didn't think it was getting the sweetness from the Maduro. So he said, switch it from a San Andreas wrapper to a Connecticut Broadleaf. So I sent that to Esteban's son, Anthony, and I said, Connecticut Broadleaf, spelled it out, you know, sent the, the blend several times, and they put Connecticut Shade on <laughs> instead of Connecticut Broadleaf. Because <laughs> I'm looking at the Skip Pulse's cigar, and I'm like, yeah, what? that does not look like Connecticut Broadleaf. And he's like, well, what did you send them? And I sent him that, and he's like, you know, he sent the emoji, like the face palm or whatever, and I'm like, I'm like, well, Skip, I can see why you moved down to Esteli, you know, uh, for shit like that. He's like, exactly. So um, they're working on um, putting a broadleaf wrapper on there. And then, so they're doing it that way. And then they're also changing all the filler to Viso um, because it's Viso horny. So it's going to be all Viso in the filler. 
So, um, and then the uh, Skip nicknamed me um, El Baby Grande, Big Baby. So the six by 60 is going to be called the Baby Grande. That's what uh, Fiorella calls me too, his daughter. So Tyler, you just got to hold on to those for like 10 years and then release them as like an unreleased blend. There you go. Yeah, unreleased Roma blend. And if anybody has any ideas on a band, I'm going to spend the money and get a, a, a nice band made. It's expensive. You got to pay. Since, a, since the Cinnabon thing has been done, you should do a Wetzel's Pretzels band. Oh, do Wetzel's Pretzels? We don't have those in Wisconsin. Dude, that jalapeno cheddar. Ooh, it's good. good. Yeah. Are, are you naming them Viso Horny? That's, yeah. That's what, well, hey, when Skip opens up his factory and he, he pretty much took over everything, he said it needs to be the Viso Horny. So um, I told him I want to do a, a tobacco plant with a boner and i think he almost disowned me <laughs> <laughs> so if you, anybody else has a better idea for a band or unless it's just my face making like a goofy you do two tobacco leaves one where the plant makes kind of a circle shape and then one where it's like a straight leaf and you have them like fucking there you go one can have like flowers on it, so it's like a female, and the other hey, one doesn't have like is other one's deflowered. Sex, and then you can still name it. Be so horny, and it's on brand. There you go. Uh, Rudy was doing the open finger, and then a finger going through it. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Exactly. But in plant, in tobacco plant, so. Yeah. And you could even have like. You gotta have like the middle of the tobacco plant having sex. And that's like really on plan. <laughs> really on Tyler, you should next... really, really opt for a rename. <laughs> hey, um Skip's in the driver's seat on this. I just I just blended it and Skip changed the wrapper and we're changing the priming. So we'll see how it tastes. He's uh I asked him and he's uh they're they're remaking it today, so just make what? it look like a Van Halen VH. I mean, look, I saw the picture he posted. The cigars look great. They look great. I didn't realize the wrapper was wrong. Yeah, he said that uh, the first one was, he's like, first of all, he's like, he smoked it. He's like, it's strong. And that's when I'm like, well, it's the wrong wrapper. And he's like, oh, shit. And then he's like, yeah, the first one was smokable. The other two big sizes sucked. So, because I asked him, I'm like, I've never heard of a, a Connecticut shade wrapper in a Cameroon binder. And I'm like, that's interesting. And that's when he told me they sucked. I'm like, well, that's why I've never heard of it. <laughs> wait, like, wait, wait. You don't hear of it. <laughs> he said the larger sizes sucked? Yeah. Because I would, I would expect the smaller ring gauge for the uh, wrapper leaf to have a uh, more of an effect on the profile. Yeah. So hopefully he didn't throw them all away. Hopefully I can smoke it just to see what the fucked up. Because everybody wants to smoke the Crow Magnet with the Connecticut wrapper, so I'm curious to see what the Visa Horny is with the with the Connecticut wrapper. Just slide a slide a Crow Mag band off if you can, and put it on yours. <laughs> hey, uh, not everybody wants to smoke that Connecticut <laughs> Crow Mag because uh, some of us actually like the Crow Mag. <laughs> have actually smoked the Connecticut Crow Mag. Oh, fuck. I've smoked one. Sean gave me one. Rudy, because here's this is a funny thing. Like we're down in headquarters, and 
first of all, when Skip's doing podcasts, he always mentions you got to have like a champion in the humidor. He always talks about Rudy, never talks about me. And then we're down in Austin and he's digging through and giving uh, Rudy all the cool shit. And he's like, oh, I guess you can have this. And he like throws it at me like I'm some kind of peasant. No, dude, you're the biggest. I think he wants to go back from saying weasel because I've never met a weasel other than you. What do you Mooch mean? Off everybody. Me? You got, you got the Bunyan? Paul Bunyan Foundation? And I didn't then you smoked ask for it, that. Like, right off the truck? I didn't ask for it, though. I asked for the hat. I didn't ask. And you didn't get the hat. <laughs> it took a while to get the hat, but I did. I secured the hat. I secured the new hat, and I secured four or five Paul Bunyans, which they only made 12 boxes of. Thanks, Tyler. I'll, I'll be looking for mine. Um, <laughs> I, I smoked wanna, them all. Uh, when I was in Austin, uh, when Tyler was down there, I didn't ask for anything. I was asking questions, legitimate questions about uh, certain cigars and every time I brought up a cigar Skip was like oh yeah check this out and he's like here you go and he would just throw whatever I mentioned down on the table because Skip it. didn't know he was getting weaseled by the master weasel Rudy <laughs> that's exactly what I was thinking I was like that sounds like something a fucking weasel would say <laughs> oh man I would love to try that uh, I just could I can't oh, find I them just, anywhere any I turn, good things I turned to Mike Rosales and I'm like Man, I bet those, uh, like, original release, like, 2011 Chromags are probably fantastic. <laughs> He's all, yeah, they're pretty good. I said, how many of those you got left? He's like, ah, uh, Mike was like, I probably have one or two. And then Skip got up, and he was like, here you go. Beer just almost poured out of my ears as you said that. Yeah. <laughs> See, Dom, I, I do it in kind of like a joking, hey, you should give me that. It's not you a know. joke when you say it twice a week. Ah. Uh. And you haven't benefited from my from me weaseling. I weaseled us grasshoppers. I feel, I feel terrible about it. Well, send me your shit. Send me that stuff you got from Drew Estate. Send me your grasshoppers. And how much um, shit have I sent you? And you haven't sent me. You sent me some garbage. Oh, don't. Oh, hey. Before before we get into that, Ted said he tried the uh, the. Well, it's not warped. I mean, the off brand of warped. Yeah, that cigar sucks. He said. Ted said he tried it. He smoked one today, and it was better. The uh, I don't know what the fuck it's called. Saint Dumont, Jason Dumont. Yeah, Jason I'll Dumont, just, I'll go. try it again. I only had one. Okay, Dom. I have to know what the uh what the garbage cigars you sent Tyler were. Dude, there weren't gar. Okay, <laughs> one was a Prospector, the uh Gold Cavalier, Barnacle. Yeah, oh, the, oh, thank right? you from Underground, I believe. Yeah, that wasn't bad. Um, uh, okay, what I, I, I was joking. You sent me something from um Ventura. That wasn't the Cycle 7 Nicaraguan, which is good. Those are the, the that Indiana did. I like the Curses. That was like the only one I liked to their uh, month. It was the Monster Series. No, they were, I, I'm giving, I'm busting this ball. They were good stuff. Sereno. Um, Maduro XX, yep. The Wayfarer. His uh, Monster Series. <laughs> but I send you like the L1 say five year, one of those. Good, yeah. I'm um, sorry, Tyler. I'll start sending you books. How about that? I'll be even. Well, hey, can you admit that you think that you did read The Great Expectations and you did think it was good? Okay, yes. I, apo I apologize. That was my least favorite book of all time, head and shoulders above the rest, um, until I started reread it because I have to teach it. It's not bad. It's, um, it's well written. I just want to punch every character. That's why I dislike it. 
I picked up a great book. So my, one of my pastimes is going to like secondhand bookstores, buying like the cheapest, most absurd books I can find. And still my favorite is like children's propaganda from the Mormon church. <laughs> and it's called like great Mormon stories from history. And it's like Joseph Smith, like worship porn. It's amazing. It's like, it was like 55 cents at Goodwill. And it's like young Joseph broke his leg, but he willed, he willed it to heal. And he was so brave for doing it. <laughs> it's like 60 pages long. It's unreal. Oh, what the fuck? I heard Nick say the dumbest joke ever. It was about Mormons. It was, uh, he was going to be something about more men, but he wanted more women or something. He wasn't going to be a Mormon because he wanted more women or so, it was something. That's not a dumb joke. That's great. <laughs> Tyler, please do not mention that tomorrow when we have him on. We we uh we're getting Nick on the podcast tomorrow, two a week. Just yeah, we got to make up for last week. I went to a uh, I had to work in Salt Lake City one time. I'm sorry. I actually went to a brewery brewery there, um, and they had a stout called Polygamy. Ooh, t-shirt is one of the greatest t-shirts I've ever seen. Did you also go visit my boy Brandon over at Beehive? I did not. Oh, bless that but man. He's the, the best. The t-shirt for polygamy was a picture of this dude and two chicks, and it said something about uh, uh, myself or just one when you can have something like something to just like multiple women, multiple cans of beer. Salt Lake City is wild. I like my dad and I road trip from Arizona up to Montana to go pick up a dirt bike for him. <laughs> There's no sales tax, right? And then we, like, drove back. It was a turnaround trip. But we were driving through Utah, and, like, there were all those, like, billboards put up by the church, right, where there were, like, bruised children in the corner of the billboard and, like, a drunk dad. And it was, like, I mean, it was traumatizing driving on those freeways out there. Children of the corn. Yeah, pretty much. Except corn is uh, Nebraska, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. So do you, children of the, children of the. Snow. <laughs> did you ever watch uh, Big Love on HBO? I did. Oh yeah, that's right, Big Love. That was pretty dope. He had three houses, and the, the backyards were all connected. Yeah, the blonde was kind of like stoic, but kind of hot too. I remember pretty her being but like kind of low-key attractive and then they had the chick from uh, mean girls on there too uh amanda siegfried siegfried or yeah then jennifer's body yes Isn't that's a good movie god from that's a great- les Rob. oh god of course uh that's how i, that's how I know her les yes. yeah and rest in peace bill paxton he's dead why you gotta say like that Oh, rest in peace, man. Yeah. <laughs> Gone too soon. Big Bill Paxson fan. What are you guys smoking? Oh, good question. I like I'm that we went that long to get to that. <laughs> well, I told everybody what I was smoking. Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah. Tanner's. Um, Wait, I'm expecting. You're smoking hmm? the last rites, right? Yes. The uh, with the old band, so it's got to be. I'm guessing it's two years old. Yeah, at least. Um, what size? 
the Robusto. Ooh, sweet. I like the Petite Lancero, but the Robusto is really good, too. I had the Petite uh, Lancero on Sunday. That was great. Um, it's fantastic. That's what made me fall in love with that wrapper. That's why I use it on my cigar, that Rudy smoking. Yeah, it's a what? 42 ring gauge, which is nice because anything smaller than that, it's kind of – I smoke yeah. fast, so – yeah, well, and he was able to fit a lot into that, too, without it being, like, impossible to smoke. What are you smoking, Dom? Uh, I started with El Baracho Dapper. I'm smoking a Rojas, the tree trunk that came out, like, around Christmas, unbanded. You got to send me one of those. Yeah, I, I will. More. It's good. I need a lighter. <laughs> um. I'm smoking this year's morphine, the barber pole, which is like, man, amazing. I'll tell you what, my good friend, Rudy, appreciate you. When uh, Black Label's morphine came out for their... And the anniversary of Lancero. Yeah, 2018. They did that barber pole on the Lancero. That thing was like my favorite cigar, man. I love that thing. And because we were selling it, I couldn't smoke a bunch of it because people were buying it from us like crazy. And so I was like, oh, I'm only going to get a couple. I'm so sad. And then was it, was that my birthday present? Birthday Christmas? Christmas, I can't remember. Rudy got me a box. And it nice. didn't last very long. <laughs> it's like, Here's the funny part of that story is I gave her the box. She had just gotten the job at Black Label. I handed it to her and I didn't take my hand off it because I was like, wait a minute. You don't even need these anymore. I was like, give like, it. Keep this box give it to me. <laughs> like, seriously, why am I giving you these cigars? You're, you got access to the factory now. So ridiculous. Well, uh, Tyler went to the uh, little boy's room. Um, but have you guys tried the, I think it's Lancero, uh, the Magic Caldwell 2020? Called no. The Magic. I really liked it. Tyler. Yes. I know you don't like Lanceros. Have you tried the Caldwell magic no not yet okay i say try it give it a shot um speaking of <laughs> speaking of cigars tyler <laughs> that revival that was amazing with uh the black band yeah um so that's uh san andreas it's um sumatra binder and it's made in uh at a, a Henderson Venturas factory in the DR, which makes um, Adventura, uh, Caldwell, Some Room 101, The New Voyage from Danny. That's uh -huh. um, a yeah, it's a really good factory. And then um, I'll, I'll send you guys. I'll send some to Rudy. You can share with um, people down there. I'll send some Maduros and uh, Habanos down there. Um, <laughs> no, I was like, hold on. I'm glad I was here for that because otherwise, I never would have known. <laughs> No, Rudy would, Rudy would share, I think. Rudy's a share. Of course. I'm overly generous. He's very generous. Tanner, that's he, when you say he's not generous and you weasel yourself a box or something. I had to say he was generous because we just talked about that box of morphines that I probably shouldn't have even gotten. And he, he still gave them to me anyway. Yeah, Rudy gave me the, um, the Scallywag 50 anniversary oh, barber pole. Hey, Doggy. Like, the we do you want to talk about weaseling? This guy, <laughs> so he's gotten the Hawaii Lajero from me. He got one of my albacuas. <laughs> and couldn't taste worth it. No. Yeah. I was in Denver and I couldn't taste it. 
Captain's 50th. Damn, bro. First of all, you got all the barber poles. But that Captain's 50th, I love that thing. I mean, like, I didn't really know what to expect because, like, I like the regular 48 Fathoms. It's great, that deliverance. But then you smoked that first one. I was like, oh. For your listeners uh, who don't aren't from they have a uh, pocket school called 48 Fathoms. Um, sorry, Rudy, Rudy. When you're you're talking, I think it's the audio on Tanner's phone is picking it up because you're muted. Yeah. That's, okay, that's supposed to be that way. That makes sense, so there's no... Never yeah, mind. I, didn't, I figured I'm pretty loud, so... It's a, it's a little choppy. <laughs> um, anyway, so it's... Uh... <laughs> well, well, now you're both muted. All right, so uh, 48 Fathoms is their shop exclusive to the, the deliverance line, and then they did a uh, for Chris's 50th birthday, they did a barber pole, the Cameroon stripe, right? Yeah, so Cameroon stripe. And then what Chris, the really cool part is he had these silver doubloons made. One ounce silver doubloons. Real silver, I mean. Real silver. They're mad. Um, and so you, if you bought the box, you got the silver, uh, silver doubloon. And there were only fifty boxes, right? So there's only uh, fifty of those, fifty of those little uh, silver coins. Do you guys? Do you have any? Um, this is a weird question. Like leather workers? Is that a thing? A leather worker? Uh, it's you know it's funny. A leather worker is a tanner, so I've got one of those. Okay. <laughs> I want like a a pirate hat. Okay, sweet. You ever been to a Renaissance festival? No. Okay, first mistake. <laughs> There's a great Renaissance festival out here, and you can get all sorts of legit hats. Um, no, so look, Dom. When next time Tyler goes to Nicaragua. They do amazing leather work down there. Tanner's got a pair of like crocodile leather boots. Oh, dude, they're amazing. I'll, I'll send you guys a picture. I'll post a picture when I was down uh, at Black Label's factory. Um, I had these boots made and they are so sweet. They're a wicked pair of combat boots and they're like calf high. I mean, they're pretty high up and it's black iguana on the sides and white snake on like the tongue and on the back of the boots and they're custom fitted and they cost me two hundred dollars flat that's pretty cool um, yeah so next time he goes down there just have him find somebody to make you a leather pirate well, yeah if i send tyler and i tell him get some leather he's gonna come back send me like a leather daddy outfit <laughs> that would be dope he's gonna come back he's gonna come back with some iguana chat for you <laughs> A, a little, uh, little uh, whip. What do they call? It? I don't even know. Dom, that's your thing. Um, a ball crop, gag. A crop stick. There you go, crop stick. Uh, that's gonna be your box for your Visa horny. It's all in leather. <laughs> oh, that, now we're talking. A leather band. Um, Tanner, how many pairs of pants should an adult male have? Jeans. How many pairs of jeans should adult male have? Okay, I was going to say pants is a little different. Jeans. I'm going to go with two. Oh, my God. Because you need, like, one lighter pair and one darker pair. That's fair. I respect it. Fuck you. 
I mean, no, that wasn't, no, you, Dom. <laughs> not not Tanner. You too. <laughs> Tyler was like seven. I'm guessing you own one. I'm thinking you own one. I own one, and they're way too long, so I have to curl them up. But they're jeans, and I'm going to plant a garden next Monday because I have day off. Because they're jeans, I'll wear them anywhere I go. I don't need, Tyler, seven dif- different jean pairs. Danko okay, jeans. Wait, so, Tyler, you have seven different jeans? I th- think I have eight. Um, okay, what are the differences between them? Well, there's different shades. And then I fucked okay. up and I bought them on Amazon. And four of the pair are button-up uh, <laughs> flies, which is just... Oh, like the, like the old oh Levi's, the old school Levi's 501 jeans. Yeah. Where they're I, almost high-waisted, you've got to do like six. But what if you have to pee? I know it's, and I have, to, I go to a lot, so it's really annoying. <laughs> um, I'm almost to the Tyler. point where I just, I just drop, drop them all down and then do it that way. Tyler, it's, it's just, annoying. You made fun of Tanner for getting up in the middle of the night. He was like, what do you have to do? Can you pee this often? You got to pee. I do have to try get up. Paradise. I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to try pirate. Yeah. When you uh, need to take a piss three times a night. God, I hope you're not sleeping in those jeans because that would be a, I know. that would be a problem if you're peeing yeah. so much. Well, and then also I have a question oh. because if you're just like if you're wearing those like five button jeans, but you could just drop them. Are the pants <laughs> even doing their purpose? Like, how can you just drop them? Well, no, I'm saying I'm getting to the point where I should start doing that. Oh. Um, let's just say I don't wear them very often, and I'm mad that I bought them. Special occasions. They have my going out jeans. Um, I feel like those old school Levi's 501 jeans are worth a lot of money in Japan. Oh, totally. I can see that. Yeah, I don't know. But um, I forgot. I had a fucking another. I had a clothes question. I forgot what it was. Tyler. Yeah. Pro tip. You know, you have a tie for your neck. You have a belt for your jeans or pants. Swap them. It's so hot right now. <laughs> what? Put a belt around my neck? No. I, I didn't mean it like that. I'm not going to go out like David Carradine. Oh. In a closet in Bangkok. No. I was I was thinking. Oh, yeah. Or the lead singer for Min Excess. Yeah. yeah. Uh, choking and stroking. That's yeah. That's not, I'm not going out that way. Um, strokes for different folks. <laughs> No, bibs. Are bibs in bibs? or out? Yeah. Were bibs in? I, I guess at one point they were. What are you talking like <laughs> um, eating bibs? Like crab feeds? Are we like baby bibs or like? Like uh, jean bibs, overalls or whatever you call them. Oh, yep. What the <laughs> heck is a jean bib? We call them bibs wait. in the Midwest. Wait. You guys don't call them, uh, well, obviously. Uh, no, they're overalls, no. bro. Do you <laughs> when do... I hear bib, I think like <laughs> a totally inept child just spitting baby food all over it. Their little bib. Or like, ask Nick about lobster bibs. I'm sure he can tell you what those are. You know, like you're eating oh. lobster. True, bib true. Lobster bib is a thing. We call them bibs in the Midwest. Jeans. Uh, so what do you call like? baby bibs like what do you call bibs there's no babies in wisconsin 
What? You're trying to watch so cold. Everyone's inside. I know. Yeah. (laughs) So, okay. Overalls. Are those in or out? Um, I don't know. I guess like, I guess they're kind of making a comeback. If you watch, if you're watching the show Moonshiners on the Discovery Channel, they're in. Yeah. For sure. Because that's all those guys wear. Discovery now, Channel and Investigation Discovery bibs are in. <laughs> do you now if they were in, would do you strap do you strap one or you leave one like that? If you're going to a party on Friday night and it's like a college party with a theme, then yeah, one. Tyler, I, I don't feel think like if you go into a college feel party like if you're on Friday a dude night. And you want to wear overalls and you want to be style, like you're 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 you've got that whole vibe like you got to be ripped right you got to be ripped have one only one strap on have the front kind of half down your chisel text hanging out like that's the only way any dude should be wearing a bib chesticles my room. Um, so what's i gonna say it's i always think of like fucking there's some shit like from a movie that just is fried in my head it's um 21 jump street when they're walking in school for the first day and uh, Jonah Hill has his backpack, and he um, he has both straps on his back. And uh, Channing's like, "You really gonna do that?" And he's like, "I would no strap it if it was even possible." I don't know why I thought that's so fucking funny. <laughs> but I'm definitely a two strap guy. I'm not a one strap. Uh, so in my in my younger years, when I was in school, I was a one strap guy. I uh, I had a rolling backpack in middle school. I could tell. Well, yeah, you're. Yeah. You were homeschooled, I was, so I was one strap. But these days, I'm a two strap guy. I'm definitely two strap. But you had the roller backpack. I in middle school. I'm not talking That's about just high school. That's lazy, bro. Oh, <laughs> lazy. I'm not sprinting to class. I'm power walking. Well, it always brings. And always, that was okay. middle school. Okay, are who were you cool middle school? If you're cool middle school, you're not. You're not going to do anything with your life. Look. There's a lot of reasons why uh, the younger generation in this country is soft these days. And one of those reasons is the day they started worrying about kids' backs and said, hey, use this little roller backpack instead. No, Mom, um, Rudy. That uh, shit. Put that backpack on your back. Rudy, here, here's, the, uh, here's why you're wrong. <laughs> I had a rolling backpack, and I was made fun of, and it made me tough. You are not, first of all, you are not tough. And B, I had you pegged as, I would have bullied you in high school. Yeah, you would have. If we didn't have cigars in common, we would not be friends. I just, I know that for a fact. I would have let you have it, my dude. Donald, I'm going to be completely honest with you. Before you said anything about your roller backpack as a middle schooler, (laughs) I, I pegged you for already owning one of those before I even knew that fact. I knew it too. And not that's okay. Middle school, but not, middle school is a weird time, but not in I like an, um in an ironic way. Like that's how I would do it. It's like, okay, in first grade you have your thermos and it's a Barney one. You're getting made fun of. But as you get older and you pull up to school and you're in fifth grade and you got a Barney one, then that's funny. It's ironic. Not you. Well, you don't have. A I, I don't know. Humor. Honestly, it depends because you can bring it ironically, but you can also not bring it ironically. Tyler, you mentioned Barney. Tell me yes. this is irony. This is like my version of irony, but uh, freshman year of high school, I had an iPod and I would have to 
print out the song lyrics of any song I wanted to put on it and show it to my parents mm-hmm. to get it approved. Oh my God. And I was like, this is dumb. So I put the Barney I Love You song on there because that would be approved. I thought, ha ha ha, ironic. Now that's, Wait, what, that's how old were you? What freshman, grade were you in? Freshman year. Oh my God, bro. When I was hey, you just said grade, this ironic. Are you changing your mind? No, I'm saying, yeah, you're doing that to your parents. That's just sad. <laughs> um, I was in, dude, you want to hear for third grade, I got a CD player. Okay. Third grade, I got a CD player. You know what CDs I got? Notorious B.I.G., Ready to Die, Bone Thugs and Harmony, East 99 Eternal, Tupac Greatest Hits, and Bone the Thugs. Yes, and the uh, Men in Black soundtrack. And, <laughs> and they weren't edited. So I was in third grade listening to Big Papa by Notorious B.I.G. Yeah, or, I listened to some fucked up stuff when I was a kid. I was watching Boogie Nights, American Psycho, when I was in... What? Yeah, and here... You when, when, when did you watch Boogie Nights? When it fucking came out. Tyler, I am <laughs> I'm thankful you're not in jail. No, I'm thankful that my parents didn't shield me from the world like you were. <laughs> Just like Tanner wasn't either. No, I wasn't shielded. Although, I... You know, my parents tried. They for sure tried, but I just, like... I was a crafty little kid. Like, I... So, I'm a huge horror movie fan. And, like, this is partially because, like, my parents would be like, hey, we're going to watch this movie, but you shouldn't watch it. It's probably going to scare you. And I'd be like, okay. So, they would watch it, and I would wait until they left. We had, like, a movie room, right, with, like, a big hutch, which was, like, a bunch of VHSs and DVDs. And so, like, one of the ones that I really wanted to watch was The Ring. But I knew they wouldn't let me watch it. And so I, like, went in to go grab a movie, and I swapped out the Ring DVD with, like, one of my sister's, like, Barbie movies, and I, like, swapped them. And then so I walked out of the Barbie case, and I watched the Ring, and I fucking, I think I traumatized myself as a child, and now it's just, like, all I watch. (laughs) Well, it's weird, too, because I have a younger brother who's not not much younger than me. My neighbor. My neighbor. Yeah. And uh, my mom was really into, like, horror movies. So um, we would watch, like, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. And, yeah. Uh, but I would have, like, fucking nightmares. And yeah. my brother, it wouldn't phase him at all. So my brother still loves horror movies. I don't like, I don't like horror movies that, are, that could be close to being, like, real. Like, I don't yeah. like anything with, like, ghosts or exorcisms because, like, I start seeing that shit at night. Like Yeah. No, see, I still watch them, but now I just live with crippling anxiety and paranoia. Like I can't go to the bathroom without like pulling my shower curtain just because I've seen so many horror movies. I'm just waiting. And I'm I always just waiting for it to happen. I grab my phone and I'm like this, walking around. <laughs> it's like Um so Tyler, let me get this straight. You're bragging about this. This is a good thing. This is what I should have been like. I'm just saying, I think I turned out, for the most part, okay. I'm a functioning, I've been at the same job for 10 years. You know, it's, uh, I, you, how would you do it, Dom? How would you raise your kids? Are you, are you going to be super strict like you were, or are you going to be? I don't, I'll, uh, I'll get there when I get there. I'll figure it out. My plan is to just not have them, so I don't have to worry about that. 
I can corrupt my sister's children and then send them home for her to deal with. Yeah. Dom's kids will have roller backpacks in kindergarten. <laughs> They're gonna, well, like, Dom's all, kids are going to be fucking in bubbles. But you know what? Dom's kids won't have back problems if you're giving them roller backpacks. All my students. That's a fallacy. I had backpacks my whole life. <laughs> Look at that strong There's back. Wrong. Look at that strong ass back. Must be nice. Can you, okay, Rudy, can you sit pretzel style? Oh, you mean like I'm sitting literally right now? Yeah. Uh, he didn't even try. Right. He didn't even try. Okay, sit on the chair. Okay, sit on the chair. Blame it on the I haven't seen those chairs since the 90s, but they're comfortable as shit. All right. Oh, podcast. Rudy's going to sit pretzel style. He's forcing it. <laughs> uh, he, he literally doesn't fit on the couch, but yeah. it does look pretty. Yeah. It's legit. I mean, I will admit, this is a little harder for me to do at my age. <laughs> I'll tell you what, though. If I get into a fight, I want Rudy on my side. Yeah, I don't care if he can sit pretzel style or not. Yeah, I've, if I'm with Dom... Wait, and is we're that what you guys called it? We called it crisscross applesauce. Yes, crisscross applesauce, apple butter. Yeah. No, I well, don't know what we called it. They did also call it Indian style for sure. Indian style, that's how we, that's how we said it. But Which is so wild. Like, could you imagine a classroom tonight? Oh my god. Hey, um, bring it around town. Coach Ice, the song we led with. Yeah. I think that's an Indian chief's name. That sounds um, about right. We learned about uh, Native Americans in kindergarten, and we had to pick out a... Uh, Just in kindergarten? Yeah, well, yeah, well, I just remember this, but we had to pick out a... Um, <laughs> That's so fucked up. A name. We learned about them in kindergarten. And uh, my name, Native American name, was Mighty Buffalo. It's just funny the shit that you remember in kindergarten, <laughs> Mighty Buffalo. Does somebody have white buffalo already? Because I've four great pages white buffalo. buffalo, great white buffalo, mighty buffalo. Yeah. So Dom, uh, I we had you pegged definitely as a roller backpack. I definitely also had you pegged as you'd have to ask permission for everything, and uh, you probably told your parents everything you did wrong. Um, I didn't do things wrong, Tyler. <laughs> Here's a good question for Dom. Dom. How old were you when you when you watched your first rated R movie? Oh, I love this. I can't wait. Well, 17. That's a... <laughs> um, shut up. Uh, I, I'm going to have to think about this one. I don't know. I know when Pirates of the Caribbean came out, I had to close my eyes when the skeletons came out. Oh. <laughs> Baby dog. No. How old were you when you had your first bit of alcohol? Halloween. I know alcohols. I, my parents would give me wine with dinner. That's not. No. Okay. How about when you first went out and got drunk with your friends? How old were you? I don't get drunk. I keep drinking. So 21. Answer the question, sir. Um, the first time I drank in college. So I didn't drink That's the wrong the first, answer. I no, no, it's the right answer. I, I, in first two semesters, I said, no, no, I'm not going to drink. Even though I had wine at home and whatnot. And then I thought, you know what? I'll try it out. And I was in this guy's room. Um, it was a group, not just this guy's room. You make it, <laughs> it sound like it's crack. No, no, they were, they were I know. 
we were watching a show in a dorm and he's like, all right, everyone was Boy excited. Boy Meets World, probably. Gave me a double shot of 151. And <laughs> I was hitting the walls. I couldn't, not like punching, but like I couldn't physically, it was bad. <laughs> yeah, I think that's entirely possible. There it was were, weird. Was, I woke up and my back end hurt. Is that what? No, anyways, Tyler. Uh, With the faintest taste of coconut had, in my mouth. I, <laughs> I had a pirate eye patch and my ass hurt. I don't know what happened. My face was really sticky. Oh my gosh. No, the, the first time um, I blacked out, which I don't recommend to anybody listening, if we have any. I really don't remember. First of all, it's you. It's the wrong answer. If you say the first time you got drunk was in college, that's the wrong answer. For me, it'd probably be freshman year of high school. Oh, I think maybe sophomore year. Grade. I legit didn't really drinking, so I never really got drunk. Dom, I feel like we lived perpendicular lives, not parallel lives, like perpendicular lives growing up. Yeah, probably. Like, I did not actually get drunk, and I really I didn't start really drinking until I was 30. But when was the first time you got drunk, though, Rudy? Drunk, drunk? Uh, I was probably early 30s. What? Yeah, I didn't, <laughs> I, seriously, I never drank alcohol until I got to, like, 30. Hmm. I think, I mean, you know, it's really interesting where I grew up because, like, I grew up literally in the middle of the desert in Arizona. And there was, like, and you know what? Maybe, Tyler, this might make sense. Since you were, are, were you, like, in the middle of nowhere where you grew up? That's where I was born, but um, okay. I, I was in, um, I was raised in Milwaukee area, so. Okay. Because, like, for us, we were, like, in the middle of the desert, and there was, like, the town we lived in that I grew up in, like, everything closed at five um there was nothing to do you would none of us had licenses so we couldn't drive anywhere or do anything so we would just like go to the desert and like drink <laughs> like that's just what you did out here well it's like for us like you know in the winter there's nothing to do so we would we'd go to like these high school parties and we would um drink and fucking like um i had friends who were doing um doing drugs in middle school and you know, well, weed, I mean, that's not really a drug in my opinion. Um, but, uh, I mean, there's nothing to do in, in, in the winter in Wisconsin. So it was a lot of drinking and, um, but I was always afraid to get, cause I played football. I was always afraid to get, um, an underage drinking ticket and then miss, um, miss game. So like, I remember like my sophomore year, uh, we rented a hotel, a bunch of friends on new year's Eve. And my my uh, my parents actually bought me a bottle to bring to the fucking party. I was in, you know, I was 16 years old. Nice. nice, nice, nice. Yeah. Sorry. Um, oh, hold on. I think my Wi-Fi is lagging. <laughs> but but they also trusted me because I was actually I was a good kid, you know, and I wasn't I didn't get in any trouble. You know, only thing was like, hey, I want to go to New Year's Eve and I need some alcohol. Oh, what do you want? I'm like, oh, I don't fucking know. So I asked my buddy who was like 18, he's like, Brandy. So I, they got me a bottle of Corbell and nobody fucking drank it. Like I should have said, Rumpel, Rumpel Mint or Jaeger Corbell? or something. I but, feel that. Fireball. I used to drink my dad's Southern. 
I know, yeah. Might as well brought a bottle of red wine, Tyler. What the fuck? Dude, um, I was 17 or 16. I drank a whole bottle of champagne. Um, walked home from this party I was at. Got home. Went in the fridge. Ate some pizza and puked all over the living room. <laughs> but let me... I got one more story to tell you. So, after... After um, my senior year, um, we were done with football, so I wasn't um, afraid to get uh, suspended to, you know, miss football games. I had a big party at my house. It was actually an apartment, which was a bad idea. And uh, people were like, we would share like the hallway. You go, you enter a building, you go to a hallway, and then there's apartments in there. Um, I had probably like 20 people in this fucking two-bedroom apartment that me and my brother, my, uh, no, me and my my uh me and my dad lived in my parents split anyways uh they um some people were outside and my one of my best friends got tased by the cop um they uh the cops came and they were flashing um uh flashlights in the apartment and um it was me and my brother and all of our friends so we had people uh we me and my brother uh seniors and juniors so it was a bunch of whole bunch of people in there and then they're banging on the door like, Mr. Jeffrey, we know you're in there. Open up. So me and my buddy, we, uh, we put our backs to the front door so they couldn't like kick it open. And then we had uh, some girls there like, just open the door. Open. I'm like, I'm not going to fucking open the door. You all want to get underage drinking tickets? So we like, no one leaves the apartment, you know, and then I'm getting texts that like five of my friends got arrested. I'm like, I'm still not opening this fucking door. Like this door is not opening. Everybody's trying to, I'm like, no one's leaving until the fucking cops will cops finally leave like three hours later. Like they were like committed to getting into the house and giving us all tickets. So, um, the next, you know, like 20 people slept over and, uh, about a week later I'm checking, uh, my dad's checking the mail and he opens up uh, something from the police department. It's a thousand dollar ticket. Oh, and, uh, it was for, um, noise or something. So my dad went to the court he went to the court, uh, the court date and told him, told the, the court that he was home by himself that night and nobody was there. Nobody was drinking or anything. So they wiped the ticket off and they said, Hey, if they, the cops got called to that apartment one more time in a year, they would give us that ticket back. So, but it was like this fucking huge party. And, um, my dad had our back on that. So we didn't get the ticket, but it was a thousand dollar fucking ticket. We would have got. Wow. Yeah. Dad coming in clutch. Yeah. So it was, uh, and then another party I had too, uh, it was bad. I got that. I did get kicked off the football team for uh, the whole summer, <laughs> but, uh, I didn't, no one got a ticket, but my friend got super drunk and got naked. And, uh, it was like the Terminator. Like when he traveled through time, he's sitting in the middle, like, like this, my, my buddy Ferris got super fucking drunk, passed out in my cat's litter box. And, uh, yeah, they found the football coach found out I had a party and everybody ratted on me. I'm like, you sons of bitches. And I got kicked off for the whole, my junior year going into my junior year of football. I got kicked off the team for the summer, but then they reinstated me. I started every game, but yeah, I was paranoid of getting busted. So Dom, you probably wouldn't have been, I wouldn't have invited you to any of those parties, by the way. I wouldn't have been invited. I would have. uh, That's what I'm saying. You wouldn't have came. No. Um, I'm saying you would have needed a permission slip. I, hey, uh, I actually, 
you know, I thought you were a rebel as a kid, whatever, but I didn't think you'd be throwing parties in high school. So you never went to any house parties where there was alcohol involved? Um, senior year, I went to a leadership retreat. Oh my God. And I'd oh, it's asked, so different. <laughs> so I had asked this girl to prom. She was a year younger than me and she was a ballerina. Like she knew how to dance. And I was scared because like I'm used to, you know, the Frankenstein dancing. Oh my God. And so I thought, all right, this is my chance. I've got to go with these other strangers and try to dance with a girl and learn how, how to do that dance style. And everyone started drinking and I was like, these are the, these are my friends. <laughs> what are they doing? And then, <laughs> um, but I ended up finding a dance partner and we got like almost kicked off of the dance floor because it was, it was Ooh. something, right? Oh my. So she was twerking on you and you got kicked out of the dance? Yeah. And I was like, oh, I'm learning how to dance properly and I'm a skilled dancer now. Um, she, I found out years later, um, she, she uh, married another gal. So, oh, good for her. Yeah, I don't know if my my dancing. You turned her gay. I it might have. <laughs> that was the punchline. Grew up in the area. No, Modesto, Central Valley. Okay. That makes a little more sense. That makes a lot of sense. What? Well, I know Modesto well. It's ooh. It's very different. <laughs> wow, Dom. We are fucking polar opposites, man. I feel that. Tyler, I feel like you and I have very similar childhoods. I mean, like my, I mean, my friends and I were just, we were little scumbags. Like <laughs> We were like partying in everybody's house. My friend, my friend Connor, who I, I love dearly. I haven't seen him in a while, but he's great. Um, his, both of his parents, uh, so his dad was a pilot and his mom was a flight attendant, right? And they were constantly gone, like all the time and we would have these like just insane parties at his house and like his he had a little sister and like so most of our friends were like cool like we would all hang out and we would drink together and it was all the same group of people so we like trust everybody you could get sloppy and it's all the same people they're all gonna tuck you into bed clean you up and like exactly. say goodnight so like problem is some of our friends had like older siblings. And so like this one time we had this party and like my poor friend Connor has this little sister who's like, she was always so nice and so sweet and so innocent. And um, she was there one time. Like usually she would stay with other people, but she was there and she went to sleep and we stayed up partying and the next morning, like they had, you know, those like those old things in the playground where it's like a dome with yeah. bars. Yes. like okay so they had like a small one of those and it was like flipped upside down it's so like the top hole was like on the ground and there was like a bunch of fucking burn marks in the grass and like burnt paper and shit one of the kids there they got drunk invited their older brothers and they like burned kira's paper <laughs> like in her homework like in the Aww. middle of this <laughs> this play equipment and it was like it was so bad and and he had all these like scorch marks on the grass he had to try to explain away he had to like bribe his sister into like not riding on everybody we were just like kind of scummy kids 
was really bad. Has anybody never, else here had COVID? I had COVID. It sucked. Um, I did. I just lost my taste and smell. What about you? Fuck you, man. I was like in bed for two weeks. Couldn't get up. I, I almost called my mom to like take care of my pets because my dog would be like, she'd wake up in the morning and like need food. And I'd like, oh, get up out of my bed, get to the kitchen. My muscles would start shaking and have to like sit down on the floor, hang out for five, 10 minutes, get back up put the food in the bowl, get back into bed. Like I slept for like 20 hours every day for probably seven days. Yeah. I just, only thing I lost my taste and smell. And um, other than that, it was just like, just a, a shitty two weeks off of work. I just watched a whole bunch of TV. It sucked. Yeah. I you know. hated not being at work. It was awful. I didn't mind that part, <laughs> but uh <laughs> Yeah, I was worried when Skip got it because he's had some other underlying health issues. So I was really worried when he got it. I'm glad to hear that he uh, recovered and um, was able to get down to Nicaragua. I'm jealous. It's so weird, though, because, like, nobody at Scallywag tested positive either. Like, I got sick, and I'm in close contact with those people all day, every day. Like, it's not a big shock. So we're all right up on top of each other and like nobody tested positive. I was like locked indoors with my family for Christmas. I stayed with my parents for Christmas and none of them tested positive. You have no idea where you got it. No, so I think it okay, you know what I think it had to have been because I tested positive like a couple days after Christmas. I think when I went shopping for Christmas gifts, being in like the fucking disgusting mall. In- <laughs> groves of like mouth breathing people like I that's the only place I could and you know what's crazy is like the Arizona Department of Health Services called me after I got my positive test they're like asking me a bunch of questions and I was like I told them I was like no dude I haven't been anywhere even though I was like at work and shit I was like I haven't been anywhere and they were like okay well do you like go to the grocery store and I was like yeah I go to like grocery store and they were like okay but which one like wanted me to like give them information on like which grocery store and like what dates and I was like dude unless I pull out like my bank statements I can't tell you when I went to fucking fries like yeah I was like I don't know I think I must have picked it up at like a gas station or grocery store or something it's weird but thankfully I was the only one who got it yeah because it seems the times I've been to your shop it's um older older people there so yeah it is honestly that was like the thing that like freaked me out the most like I wasn't worried about me like I knew it was going to be shitty because like I felt awful but I was like I'm obviously making it through this but like I'm sitting right next to dudes like multiple pre-existing conditions that are well past their AARP you know (laughs) like fucking acceptance date and like I was like, man, I don't want to be responsible for anybody here getting, like, real sick. But nobody got it. Yeah, that me. was the same thing with me. Like, we have older clientele in the pretty much all day. And then there's um a little younger crowd that comes in at night. But mm-hmm. um, I was afraid that somebody there would get it. And then, you know, at the airport, I work with, like, 100 people. So, yeah, I was, you know, and there was a few of us who got it. But um, 
luckily it wasn't. But I see that it looked like Dom's wearing his only pair of jeans um, right now. <laughs> Was that the one pair? I think so. We'll have to ask him. So, and uh, I don't know what the hell he's doing. I definitely I own quite a few pairs of black jeans. They all look almost identical, but I know they're slightly different shades of black. I didn't know that was a thing. It's a thing, Rudy. Okay, dude, if you look at my closet, I'll send you a picture of my closet. You can very distinctly tell there are different shades of black. I've got, like, cool black, gray black, <laughs> warm black, black black. Warm black. Warm black. It's a thing. I can't match some of my t-shirts. You know what I had to start doing? Because all I wear is, like, black band t-shirts. I just start alphabetizing them. Because if I look at my closet... They all look identical, other than slight variations in black. So yeah, I, sort think, of I must have like 40 cigar shirts now, and most of them are black. Yeah. So tell me, do some of those look different, like when you hang them up, right? Uh, I haven't told. I, have, I haven't. Uh, I can't tell. Wash them in face. They look different. They look different. Do me a favor. Next time you go to pick out a black cigar t-shirt, Shine your flashlight on them and tell me they're not like six different colors. I will. Uh, Dom, are those your only pair of jeans? Yes, they are. <laughs> so okay. you... wait, what what kind of jeans are those? Where did you get those? What are they? Um American Eagle. No Old Navy. No, they're um so Limited my uncle has a uh, themed seed shop, so I got a discount. Um I don't know. They're like either Wranglers or Levi's. So do you wear a lot of shorts or what's what's the deal here? I'm I'm a, let's get to the bottom of this. Get to wear shorts. You so what? I, wait, no. For work, during a work day, I have to wear like a full suit or uh if I don't wear a suit jacket. Um at least a tie. How many you pairs of slacks wearing, do you have? You ever thought about wearing a jumpsuit instead? I'm I'm a teacher. I can't do that. <laughs> you <laughs> totally like mm, it's a private school. It would uh, not fly. Um, slacks, Tyler? Yeah, how many pairs? One blue, one and a half black. So the second black is like an Adidas like referee uh, pants, but I like to wear them because they're stretchy. Okay. Uh, okay. Um, <laughs> one khaki, one green, but it's starting to turn brown. Do you have any, um, uh, you have any corduroy? No, I love corduroy. I need to get them. I want a corduroy jacket. What about what? linen? Do you own any linen pants? That's is that a thing? It is. I've never heard of that. I'm gonna I'm gonna send you a linen pair of pants. I feel like as a teacher, I should not be in front of kids wearing linen pants. I have to wear them to work. Oh, like date night linen pants? Yeah. Yeah. That sounds. I don't know. I. This is kind of. I don't know. This, I think linen. I had, I thought it was a pair of silk boxers and I was super proud of them. Like, oh, these are silk boxers. Until like three years after I had them, I looked and they were actually not silk. Well, you had them for three years? <laughs> I, I, didn't, I don't wear them. Are they satin instead? I don't know if it's satin, something, some ripoff. Satin is like fake silk. Well, do they have like smiley faces on them or hearts? No, they're, <sighs> no. Okay, what do you have? the fifth. Um, it's just like black and 
with gray highlights? Fifty Shades of Grey. No. Speaking of that, ooh, ooh, transition. I have a transition actually. Ooh, there was a um. Oh man, we had so many, so many things we didn't talk about. I saw a picture on Instagram, and I went. There's a blog that someone wrote, and this uh, gal has a cigar blog with only like three posts. Mm-hmm. One of her articles is Five Shades of Brown. And it's kind of like, I think... Off of- is that shit related? That's, yeah. I To me, I don't want to... say to shit? It just... Uh, <laughs> it was a very interesting um, spinoff. That's super interesting. So there's a... There's a page that I don't remember. We found a while ago. And it's like a cigar chick, right? But she has this like super erotic poem about like cigars and the five senses oh boy i i i don't know i don't know how i can find it we we dug it up a long time ago but it was amazing it was like feel like feel the way the hard shaft <laughs> i mean it was like unbelievable can, don't don't send can somebody tyler. write some Ty- mm, tyler can somebody write some fan fiction for us please <laughs> That was ghostly by Beastle. Oh my god. Yeah, let's get some fan fiction between me and Dom. Tyler, no the boys. That's Ooh, what are you I'll put that on Craigslist. We can get some writers real fast. That's where I got my teaching job, Craigslist. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love it. Uh, Tanner, you see this book, Cigars in the Parlor? Oh my goodness. <gasps> oh, I see. Will you send me that? The the book? I got it. It for, was a gift. For personal reasons. <laughs> um yeah, it's a it's an erotic tale of lust, love, and sacrifice. Two men find solace in each other's arms as they are caught between the splintered world of the Union and the Confederacy. Oh, whoa! Okay. Um, That's Mukau Rich. Yeah. Um, I know they had underwear that tight in the Civil War. <laughs> for sure. For it's sure. A, the complete erotic novel. Cigars one, in the parlor. Is it one of one or is it a series? Ooh, you know? um, it's uh, by an author named Shane Michaels, and um, Shane has some repressed feelings, I think. Yeah. Oh, l- l- real quick um, about the author. Shane Michaels is an adventurer who has traveled throughout the United States and Canada, though now he lives in a remote remote community in the far <laughs> north. His roots are in the south. His first erotic novel, Cigars in the Parlor, delves <laughs> into his memories of life amidst. Virginia Civil War Battlegrounds. The story tells of a doctor and a soldier that fall in love under tragic circumstances. Oh, wait, wait, wait. If, that's, if it's really, is it Civil War? Like he was from, he's old? This is an old book? Uh, no. His second no, novel. No, I think he fantasizes when he thinks about the Civil War. He thinks about doctors and patients in the Civil War uh, fucking. Yeah. His second novel, Trans Alaska, tells the story of a widowed <laughs> transgendered woman living in rural Alaskan town who falls for a handsome young miner. He has also published several short wait, stories. Wait, 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 Tyler. Oh my Minor God. E-R or O-R? Minor like a M-I-N-E-R. So like okay. a coal miner. Okay. I, I hope, difference. I hope. He had a check. Very big difference. difference. He has also published several short stories, including the, the Bull Posse Gang and its sequel, Saddle Up, The Bull Posse <laughs> Gang Rides Again. Tyler, we, we read said, saddle up. Saddle up. Saddle up. <laughs> we read the complete opposite books. 
because was it it's probably two summers ago now i read a civil war book about women in the civil war Sometime. and about them or no just like women dressing as men to either fight or like mulan mulan pretty much but then one was like <laughs> yeah. a what was that um the the old jewish film um with is it barbara streisand's the actress she is a, a Jewish actress, yes. A Star is Born. No. Was it? Schindler's <laughs> List. No. Dude, come on. No. Um, but she, like, dresses as a dude, goes to school, and this other guy, like, kind of falls in love with her, and then oh, she's, yeah. like... Lentil? Le- yeah! <laughs> What's Lentil? it called? I don't know. Lentil. I think it was called Lentil. Yeah, like, like the it's bean? Gentle with a Y. Like the bean? Yeah. Oh, I was like, like the beans. I make stew out of them. And it's like, no, I'm not a man. I'm a woman. And he's like, oh, yes. And I think they run off to the sunset. But let's go back at two conversations. Wait, one sec, one sec. The way Tanner said fuck, it reminded me of uh, Pineapple Express when James Franco describing the different strands of weed. He's like, if these two fucked and had a kid, this is what it would be. (laughs) Okay, go on. Tyler, you're trying and to you're trying to grow the podcast. I, I love you. He's I love you. How all hot and bothered by the cigars in the parlor and the uh, <laughs> and the coal miner's daughter. It's your Instagram uh, Instagram game. Hold on. Cover photo on that book is epic. Can somebody Photoshop me and Dom? Are we Are we um reading? Done. I, if you send me that image, oh, I can do deal. it. Oh, deal. Are we okay? My Tyler, send back. me like a clear image of that photo. And I will take care of it. Can it be Dom looking longingly at me, though? Can that be me? Yeah, sure. I want Dom looking at me. For sure. Okay. Done. Tyler. So, Instagram. Dom, I need you to look up and to your left, I think. I'm, no. <laughs> Tyler. Tyler. That's your new sticker, Tyler. You're going on yes. Instagram. Yeah. You're going on Instagram. You're not just liking pics, okay, to see if people follow us back. That doesn't work. You have to have meaningful comments, maybe, or just word of mouth. I guess you can't do word of mouth anymore. But this this um, Sister of the Leaf had, like, an Instagram live, and you commented three rock and roll hands, and she responded back, yeah, baby. <laughs> what are you... <laughs> You think we're gonna gain her oh, with the, as a listener? What are you trying to do? Is that the shocker? <laughs> oh! <laughs> Wait, did she respond with the shocker? Yeah, Dom. I was holding. My, I was holding my cigar. It's it all like it worked. She's like, "Yeah, baby." <laughs> You're welcome. I guess is what I was looking for. <laughs> uh, Tyler, better idea for that picture. Uh, cigar nose boys t-shirt your first t-shirt should be of that photo from the cover of that book i think that's a great idea another another one would be tanner would be uh me and then skip me looking at oh okay okay seriously send me that cover asap and i will make it happen done and i'm totally down for t-shirts i think that'd be great we're going to get so many listeners, and it'll be the Leather Daddies. Can't wait. Hey, we'll, have, we'll actually have people like writing in uh, questions for the show. They're going to be questions like, <laughs> how was the Civil War? <laughs> you like big cigars? 
What's your favorite eight by eighty? Ew. Hey, oh, it's, oh, speaking of eight by eighty, we draw the line. Yo, no, did you guys see the the Moac by um Banff Cigars? It's a forty-five dollar cigar. Moac for Mother of Cigars of all cigars, twelve inches long with a one hundred ten ring gauge. I'm sorry. What? Am I a snake? Do I need to dislocate my jaw for this? Have you guys been getting locked jaw from your masks? Do you guys have to wear masks like California? Or double masks? That used to be a joke. No, but... Oh, wait, why? Lock jaw. Because, like, I don't know if it's my beard, but I have to continue, like, move it around and whatnot. And it's just, like, it gets sore. What kind of school are you teaching at? <laughs> Lockjaw is a, a normal thing people Dom, get. Dom, we have um, this idea in Arizona. It's called it's called freedom. I know it's not. I know it's, it's not, rare in California. Rare you don't get California. that a lot. There. You don't get that a lot. There. Uh, I only uh, wear I masks, only wear masks when, I go into when I go into places, places out, of respect, out of respect for the people that are working there. there. Otherwise, I don't ever wear a mask. Okay, uh, I have one thing, two things to say. One thing. Okay, thank you for. You were a little echoey, but I still heard what you said. Yeah, I believe in freedom too. You know that? Uh, just because I live in California. However, I don't want to leave because the topsoil is so good. And I want to grow garden. I feel like you can't grow garden That's true. You outside can't, of California. You can't grow anything out here. Paying the taxes for the topsoil. I don't even know what to, how to respond to that. Tell her I'm gonna try to edit this all tonight. I mean, I get it though. Like, <laughs> I get it. Like, you want to be totally unreliant on the government, grow your own fucking garden. It, that's impossible to do here. You can have a couple of herbs in your windowsill, but like, you can do a little greenhouse and do a raised bed and garden. Yeah, but it's so seasonal. What are you gonna do when summer hits? Squash doesn't like that. I want to make my own hot sauce. Mangoes like that. I, I have a hot sauce tree. That's that's true. You can do that. Rudy, um, you live with somebody, right? Yes. What do you call that person? Denny again for Dom. You're you're gonna have to unmute yourself, Rudy. So you're muted. They're not any of those things. He's just a roommate. Okay. You know what Dom calls his eight roommates? Housemates. Yeah. I not flatmates. I don't live in a room with anybody else. They're not roommates. <laughs> yeah, but one of who? One of my housemates. You're reading too much into it. Housemates <laughs> sounds fucking weird. That's like refusing to say you have friends that are guys because you don't have boyfriends. That's yeah, you're reading oh, too much. Com no, completely different. Hundred percent. Tanner, have you ever heard housemates before? No. Thank you. Where is that a I've California heard thing? Oh my god! Ow. Kicked over her empties. Ow! 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 ow. <laughs> that hurts so bad. <laughs> this has gone off the rocker here. Oh my god! My pinky toe will never work again. Ow! <laughs> ow, ow! I hate you. I can't. Here. I can move every toe but my pinky toe. You move oh. your toes? I can move my toes. Yeah. Like you the spread or like. Oh, I, I can wait. My left pinky toe I can move, but my right one I. Dom doesn't move his toes. <laughs> what else? No, no. Like, are you, you an do. alien, Dom, or a robot? Oh my goodness. I, I wish I could wiggle my ears, but I can't. 
can like move yeah, my can, pinky toe really far out. With my toes. Me too. I'm like a monkey. <laughs> <laughs> I can move both my my big toe and my pinky toe very far out from each other. Or from Dom, the foot. Can you try to smoke a cigar with your foot for followers? Um, okay, we don't have a lot of listeners, right? Uh, yeah, that's where I'm trying to grow it. So if you could what was that? Um, hold on. There was a page like two years ago. She's trying it. She can do it. I need a lighter. <laughs> Use your other foot to light it. Uh, your listeners are going to be sorry they can't see this. <laughs> Tyler, do you have Instagram? Yes, I do. Yeah, Tanner's lighting her cigar in her feet. That, that is... is the, uh, that's what our Dude. listeners are have to imagine. Tyler, look up on Instagram, sexy cigar dudes. That is awesome. That just actually worked. Thank you. That, wow, round of applause. Yeah, sexy cigar that is, dudes. Is impressive. Wow, that's a new one. That was awesome. Surprised sexy. I haven't. People ask to see the feet all the time. Yeah. And oh, nobody's ever asked me to smoke a cigar like with my feet. Well, technically, I asked Dom. So don't make it sound like I was a weird one. That's why okay. I said ask for that. Like, <laughs> thank you. I want to make that clear. Tyler, Tyler, you are on this page, sexy cigar dudes. I just want you uh, to notice. Oh yeah, there. Oh, there's a cigar and a feet pick. Is that you? I'm. I don't know. Oh my god, that's weird. There's a sexy cigar IG thing. No, it's an old, uh, old. Instagram and Tyler is one of the sexy cigar dudes. Oh, very nice. Do you have any feet pics, Tyler? No. Just me and um, bunny ears. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, just as good. I'll take it. But there is... <laughs> Dom, that's you, right? <laughs> no, that is not me. No. <laughs> but if he puts your name on it, then it is, right? No, that's a that's not even a good picture. <laughs> Tyler, you don't. Tom's like at least give me like an actual sexy picture. <laughs> I, no. If you guys look Danny. at her, that's Danny. Yeah. Oh, he's a fuller beard. That's why I didn't realize. Yeah. That's you. <laughs> <laughs> Where did you get burnt at? The tail. <laughs> I when I drive with my top down. He's got a uh, 99 uh, um, uh, Escort. <laughs> what kind of car do you, a Sebring? It's a Mustang convertible. <laughs> yeah. close. Close. A four banger. <sighs> Tyler, I have to edit this. I want to edit this tonight. All right, all right, all right. We're, we're good. We're done. All right. I can just end the recording. Okay. <clears throat> Any, so, um, closing words. Any uh, thoughts, comments, shout outs? Yeah, Morgan, Likes. you were really good. Thank you for. Oh, I mean, uh, Tyler, you can't. Don't. Game. It's a joke. You can edit yeah. that out. Well, if she listens, what if she listens and then she hears that joke and that's that's. You're rude. gonna edit it out. She was gonna try and hop on, but I was like, I think we're almost done. <laughs> yeah. We'll edit that out, Dom. Uh, we'll. I'm not gonna edit anything out. I'll just put the whole post. Have you been drinking? Post the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> Drinking blue Gatorade <laughs> with vodka. Uh, I would like to thank Tanner for uh, joining this shit show. So. I'd like to thank um, 
Let me really think about this. Um, Tyler, what was the name of the author of that novel? Uh, Shane Michaels. Why do I have that memorized? Okay. <laughs> okay, so thanks guys for having me. I'd like to thank personally Shane Michaels for <laughs> all of his hard work and the information he provides to us in the cigar community. Cigars oh, in the Jesus. parlor. That's what I, I gotta name. So I important. Gotta, and I'd like to thank that dude for the inspiration for the new cigar noise voice T-shirt. Yeah. And for this, I should name that. I should name my smoking room the parlor. <laughs> it's in the strip. If you invite people there, they're gonna get the wrong idea, though. People do come in here. Wait. Okay. Last question. Hey. Uh, phrasing. We're we doing phrasing. Is this stupid or dumb? I mean, nope. or cool. Oh my goodness. My my new it- my. My new Red Bull fridge. Is it stupid or dumb? I'm going to go with dumb instead of stupid. It only fits like a few things in here. It's really shallow. Okay, well then dumb for sure. I feel it's, like if it's that tall, it should fit a lot more. I know. It's it's like... It was free though. The price was right. Um, Tyler, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to edit out what you're talking about. So we're just talking about something no, shallow. No, no, we can't fit a lot of... Question. Actually, cigar-related question. All right. Those of us that work in shops, uh, what is the dumbest question you've ever received while working in the humidor? <gasps> oh. Dumbest oh, question. Okay. So I don't know if it's a. Okay. So it was a question, and then somebody that this dude was with answered it for me. Um, not exactly correctly, but this dude asked what it meant when a cigar was a Maduro. And I went to go answer, and his friend literally shoved, like, his hand in my face. It was like, no, 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 it's okay. I got this. And was like, it's a method that they use to wrap the cigar. <laughs> and he started going into, like, some weird, like, explanation. And I just, like, I did the whole smile and nod thing. Because the joy that it brought me thinking of him, like, telling everybody else about that just outweighed my desire to correct him. So that was pretty good. Bob, when did you visit uh, Arizona? When am yeah, I, no, when am I going was, to visit? No, that was no, you said no. The oh my goodness, no. Hurry, <laughs> Rudy. I'll I'll be there <laughs> summer. Yo, Tyler, I just realized I just realized spring break, I might go to Tennessee instead of Wisconsin. Oh. I'll meet you there. You can do that? <laughs> yeah. You can't get away from him. <laughs> it's gonna is, I think he's visiting his sister. No, you. <laughs> is this sister hot? No, I'm. I'm yes. gonna. She's, she's a beautiful young lady. <laughs> and Tyler, I hope I hope you find a beautiful young lady as well. A different. Can I send her? Can you tell her to accept my friend request? <laughs> Why would you, dude? She just turned twenty-one. You're you're going from minor forty-nine er to minor. But she's not a minor anymore. That's not the uh, M I N E R or M I N O R. Yeah, she's a coal miner. I thought. <laughs> I love miners. M I N E R S. I'm gonna visit um, maybe B O T L E man Eric. Check out some shops. Tyler, did you do you have a stupid question? Did you been asked? Stupid. Oh, no. I mean, like we had this. Um, uh, um, customer come in on Sun Saturday, and she's like, uh, 
um, she's like, my first time in here, um, somebody bought me a cigar, but I, I don't know what it's called, but I'll be able to find it right away. I'm like, cool. I'm like, well, let me, let me, uh, let me just show you around a little bit. And she's like, yeah, it's, it's, it's like, uh, it's tapered at the end. I'm like, oh, like a torpedo. She's like, yeah, show me where your torpedoes are. I'll be able to pick it out instantly. I'm like, yeah, we don't organize them by torpedoes. Uh, and so she's like, yeah, it was mild and it was a torpedo. So we should be able to find it. I'm like, no, it's it not how it works. I so, love that when people are like, it had a red band. And I'm like, great. Let me show you half of my humidor. We'll narrow it down from there. Yeah. And the thing is, too, is when I get dumb questions, I can't help but correct them and or tell them they're doing something wrong. Like... <laughs> Like, and when I like correct them, like, like they'll say, I'm like, oh yeah, we have Atabay. Like they'll say like, um, there's a guy I work with. He's Alex. Yeah. He fucking listens to it. He was on the pod. He says at a, at a, at a B, at a B, I think he says. And, then I'll just, at a boy. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, uh, yeah, we have Atabay here. Like, I just like, I don't say it how they say it. I say it the right so, way or like, Tatawahe. Have you gotten you got you all got any of those cows? Yeah, I've gotten that. You get yeah. cows. I like cows, and then uh, Oliva fives or Oliva Olivia fives. fives, Olivia fives. But sometimes wait, wait, it's, hold on, hold on, hold on. I get I get um Olivia, but cows was cow C A O. Oh, cow, uh, cow. And so then like Avo A V O. Yeah, we've gotten two questions. I myself had someone come in and ask if all the cigars in the humidor were vegan. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I and guess. The other, the other humidor guy, Tim, last week got asked if all the cigars in the humidor were made from tobacco. Oh, that's great. I mean, we get, like I said earlier, we get people who ask all the time if, like, we have any, like, tobacco or cigars that are made in Arizona, and I'm like, uh, define made you got a point on big stick that's what i do well i'm like what do you mean by made because people assume we have like arizona tobacco out here and i'm like uh you can go check out uh embargo's little half farm you know they have like three tobacco leaves Paul would be very disappointed <laughs> <laughs> well i send them there if they're looking for <laughs> i send them there if they're looking for cigars rolled in arizona for sure yes but like I can't get you Arizona tobacco. Go check well, the reservation. Check the reservation. One tobacco uh, or cigar factory in Arizona. Big stick cigars. Yes. When you told me that, I thought you were joking. And then you're like, no. oh no, we got a rolling table here. I'm like, oh shit, you do. All yeah. Right. So. Yeah, they have their own brand of rolled cigars that they roll in their shop. Are they good? Uh, you know, I had. I had one of the Maduros and it actually wasn't bad for like for like a house stick. They're they're pretty good. They're pretty good for a house stick. Perfect. All right. Well, Rudy Tanner, thank you very much, Dom. Um, Thanks, guys. I'm disappointed in you as always. Tanner, I I sent you the picture on Instagram. Oh, sweet. Okay. So no. As soon as I did it, Tyler's gonna try to post it on our page with. I'll post it on my page. That's the whole. Have you seen it? Have you seen you follow Tyler? His picture yeah. just horrendous. I'm here to improve that. I'll make it better. Don't worry. That's I 
I don't want quality pixels on this. It's going to be good. Why do you sound like you're drunk? Very artistic. It'll look even better on a shirt, so it's fine. If you don't like the post, it'll we'll give you a shirt, and it'll look way better. That way, <laughs> thing. Work with Cigar your one- noise boys in the parlor. <laughs> it writes itself, Dom. There's already some sad teenage girl writing about that on Wattpad right now. So, yeah, uh, and listeners, we want some uh, fan fiction. Yeah. Um. So be creative. Involved vivid. Um, I'll have to get Morgan on here another time, man. Yeah, we'll definitely we'll do. Uh, yeah. We'll. I want to talk more about the cigar scene in Phoenix. So, or in we'll Arizona. Do round two. Yeah, we'll, we'll do around two. We'll round two for sure. Cool. Thanks, guys. Right, Thank fellas. you very yep. much. Have fun dealing with this mess. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! All right. Thank you. Okay. Yeah.